up, you guys? Well done. What the fuck? What was what that ending? That what? Inception yeah. ending. We almost left the studio. We said if something it better does not, pick it up in the yeah. last five minutes. Yeah, we were like, if if Lady True's gonna go down like this off some frozen squids, you better give me something at the end of this shit. Because why Candace is Adrian really still walking around? Leave the I was about to leave. I was about to be like, record this shit on your phone <laughs> and tell the people it's gonna be on SoundCloud. Because I'm done. Yeah, I'm out of here. I do an IG live. Candace kicked me out of the studio, so I'm right. coming to you from my bedroom. Yeah, I was like, I'm going home. It's done. I have nothing else to say. Wow. But, I, well, I guess we can say that for the first two thirds, we were feeling that shit and looking at our predictions come through was amazing, which is why we're doing this initial reaction because we only watch it the first time and we usually watch it at least twice before yeah. and right we talk to you guys about it. But we just had to start screaming immediately about what the fuck happened in this finale. There has to be a season two. They, you there said the be. minute I said, if she don't drink that goddamn egg right now. And so she went out to the pool and you already, you said, yeah, I mean, I you like, knew you were like, like we're not going to see it. Black. It's, it's going to cut the black. It's going to do it. I was like, Lindelof, you up to your old tricks, bitch. What is this? I'm like, so angry. oh, we already knew we weren't going to be satisfied, but this is out of control. It's out of control. But let me revisit some of the things that made me excited. Let's this revisit. episode being right about Lady True. Yes. Nicole was half asleep last okay, week yeah, yeah. So, when I was screaming <laughs> and raging into the ether okay, about so how Lady True Last week's episode, I do apologize to Candace <laughs> on air because it was like 3 a.m. Yeah, it was late. When we were finishing up the you episode, have an early I was falling asleep like you for were. the last hour and Candace was screaming about stuff and I really wish <laughs> I heard it, but I was just dozing yeah, off and you I was came in the, the studio microphone. today and I was like remember when I was screaming about Lady True and you were like nah nah I it's don't like, I'm sorry I, I don't was, I was haven't heard the episode yet I do not remember yeah I'm like an old lady I go to bed early I cannot like stay awake <laughs> not a Those night owl at all but yeah but whatever I, Candace said I believe it was right it was just me screaming about what I wanted desperately was for Adrian to realize through his hubris and narcissism that he's not needed like he thinks he is that he hasn't saved the world the way he thinks he does and for Lady True to completely sun him to be like yeah boo I got everything I do everything you're not shit and they delivered 150% on what I was screaming about last week I didn't think I was gonna get that level but when she started off with that shit when she was out here being like oh yeah I'm gonna say the world I'm gonna say the world and he was like how you gonna do that I mean I I, I couldn't do it and if I didn't think of it she was like well bitch you're a man so limitations and I screamed <laughs> and ran around the studio real quick yeah, because I was like part. this is the lady true I needed them to write for me yes she went down the end of the episode but okay Hot take. Okay. Right now, Time. you're hearing it first. You're hearing it first. Baby Beyond, who's actually Mama Beyond, who clearly was the one with the ingenious idea to steal the spermicidicals. I know that's not a word, but I just made it up. Of Osmandius. Beyond is going to take whatever piece of sludge DNA is not destroyed by the frozen squids under that thing and, just and make herself a new Lady True. And that better be what I see in season two is mini Lady True. But is there season two? They look, they better not. With that football That's what I'm shit. saying. I mean, if there's a season two, they better not. I'll be so excited. But I'm. And by better not, I mean they better not fuck around <laughs> and not give us a fucking season but two. There's... Because have been any announcements <laughs> or anything? They can't. They can't suggest that Angela, motherfucking sister night, will get even a piece of John's powers without revisiting it. Like they can't do that to us. They can't. Especially now they that we see can. Topher. <laughs> this is Lindelof, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> don't remind me of facts. I don't want to hear them. Okay. I just, I want to be in my this delusions no facts, of what no, I deserve. Guys. It's a no facts. No facts, no facts here. No facts, just no. delusions. No facts, no. But it's what I want. It's what I need, especially because I feel like I'm getting closer to what I theorized about Topher earlier in the season, that he was going to be on some vigilante shit once yes. he find out what his mom was on about. And I think that's what that was. Topher definitely has the oh, attitude he the, for he it. He does. He does. He's going to be like, Ma, you couldn't save me a sip of the yolk? 
Can I eat the shell of the egg? Maybe I get a little piece, of, a little bit of, power piece of power in there. Mm-hmm. I'm really upset that Lady True's magic mission went down. But I'll tell you what, the fact that John let her kill all the evil whites before he teleported them motherfuckers elsewhere. That's cool. That's cool because I needed them to die. I needed them all to die. And they did. So there's that. That that made me feel really, really, really good. And the fact that Lady True was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill y'all. Yeah. This is all planned. Hell yeah. Oh, you didn't want to hear my monologue? Which I thought was funny because I was like, oh, like Lori didn't want to hear your (laughs) ridiculous monologue, Jane. And now you don't want to hear another villain's monologue. Oh, touche, I suppose. And uh, see you never in the bad place because that's where they went. Deuces. And she was like, there's not even going to be shit for people to bury. Hell, I'm just going to reallocate your atoms to something Just else around. in the atmosphere. They're just Floating. gone. They turned to photons. I don't know what she did. But I'm wondering, I don't know exactly, did they teleport somewhere or are they actually dead? Because I think she, I'm thinking, like you said, I think they're dead. But I don't know if she's teleporting them back to the Europa. To Europa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be rude because they would just be worshipped by crazy. the Crookshanks and Phillips. Know, and they, they would go totally crazy. go crazy. So yes. could be a... It could be a worse worse punishment. I I agree. Whatever she did, though, you know, Lady True's about the business. And she had been planning this for this long. And I just love that. Even though Angela, foolishly, we were like, Angela, why are you telling on the plan, Angela? She was like, listen, Lady True. Knows everything. And they were like, she don't know shit, okay? Where is she? And then then she pops out (laughs) of the corner. I'm here. With her all-girl, all-woman staff. Just like, hey, we have magnets. Give me those weapons. Check out these pretty little lights. Look what I'm doing over here. I mean, We're going to teleport fantastic. to a rooftop. Bang, bang, yeah. bang. At least she was right all the way up until the squid bullshit. She could not predict that. That just went through Lady True's hand. I mean, like I said, I would have. That was. And she was like, oh, bitch, what? Oh, my hand. Damn. What can you do about she, it? She, well, she didn't crash. She was like, this is I'd unfortunate. I'd be screaming. It'd be so painful. You know what, though? A woman as smart as Lady True. And this Doesn't is what I'm going to. Doesn't feel gonna, pain. Well, who knows? She could have (laughs) modified her receptors or something like that with all of her brilliance. But I think that the calmness that she had when it was time to die, like she wasn't throwing a fit like Adrian was when they were like, Adrian, you about to be fucked up. She was just kind of like, okay, it's going to go down. And I think that's because of potentially two things, because Lady True was a boss. And she was like, well, it is what it is. Or two, like I said, she's like, I got beyond. And I told Beyond that she was my mama and she already knew before we got here. So if we have a return or like a um, a convergence of new 2.0 Beyond plus old original Beyond, we are going to get a if fucking we woman. Get a season two. I, what did I just say to you five minutes ago? Didn't I, I say delete the you? facts? Didn't I say delete the facts? <laughs> okay. Nicole, I will delete not them. discuss We are talking about this show tonight like it's getting a season two. That is how we are talking about it. We will not be forced to talk about how they left us all fucked up unless we get confirmation or until we get confirmation rather that the show is done for good, for good, for good. But again, HBO, you don't want that kind of energy from me. Please, HBO, if you're listening, Regina, if you're listening. Don't make me throw a hex, HBO. (laughs) I need a show. I need the show. I need the show. I need to know if we have a black Jesus. I just need to know. Brought it together, but not in a. Think about it. People say God is a woman, way. and people say Black Jesus. You merge the two, so and you get Sister Night. They put Ariana Grande just popped out the end. God what? is a woman. It's <laughs> the song. I fucking can't. Oh, you know what song occurred to me too? When we first found out that Cal was Doctor Manhattan, I don't know if you know this song, but it was from the '90s from Joan Osborne. What if God was one of us? You don't think I know a '90s song, Candace? I was just trying not to assume. Okay, <laughs> just a slab ages like one of us. But yeah, that song occurred to me, and I forgot yeah, to mention yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard that, that song episode. before. Because it was it, this is a concept of like, yeah, God is here walking among us this entire time, and think about how you might have been rude. Or indifferent or a jackass. That would have been a really good song to play. You should do music 
production the next. Oh, I thank you, Nicole. Next season, um, HBO. You know, the season that happens. I'm available. When a season happens, we're speaking life into it. You can do music production. You know what it is? It's because I've just got this massive annal of all genres just in my head at any given time. So yeah, I'm glad you like that pick because I was like, that would have been a great song to put in, and it would have fit their whole shit of like vintage songs that are kind of obscure, relevant, but not yeah. really right. We got a couple more Frank Sinatra bits tonight towards the end. I can't but, believe the ending. I can't. We were so close to, I'm telling y'all, we were going to gonna fucking show. cancel the shit because we were like, because after Lady True died and I was like, don't do this to me, but I knew Lady True was going to die with the squids and I was like, oh, is Angela going to save her with the thing? And they're like, Candace, you fool. Angela's not saving Lady True. <laughs> Have you not She's seen the herself? Season? I know. And fucking Pirate Jenny's alive and I guess. And Red Scare, I could care less about Red Scare. I could have traded Red Scare for Lady True, but it's fine. It's fine. Some of the people made it out. Topher and the babies are totally the fine. Babies. But also Lady True, as much as we stand her, and even though Adrian is a raging narcissist, and like they said, it takes one to know one. We don't, I was glad when we he said don't that. know if Lady True would actually be the visionary she is saying, and she'd save everyone because all well, things she's done have been immoral in some type of way. So I don't know if Lady absolutely. True world would be We've made the endless best. jokes about how ethics don't apply to Lady True. Yeah, Nothing applies to Lady True. And I think it goes back to that that's that old saying of like, you know, I'm paraphrasing, absolute power corrupts absolutely i think that's what we're looking at with lady true that a lot of people including annoying ass adrian have <laughs> quote unquote good intentions but how they get there once they have amassed the amount of power to deceive whole populations and do stuff like that they can't actually be anything but nefarious and so that's why i said last week and other weeks i was like lady true nefarious she a villain i just like this villain yeah that's it's not a racist too. white dude villain so okay if i mean if i have well, to be subjugated things but i'm thinking eh. If I got to be someone's peon, I would rather be Lady Truth because I know she has good health care for the women. At least. <laughs> she is a universal health care <laughs> plan. She has five points. She has tax she does. breaks. She does. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my goons are all women. Oh, my gosh. I see one of our producers in the messages like, fucking Lindelof. Yeah. Listen, dude. Listen. I mean, we should have expected this. We should have. I think we did. We did. No, yeah, we, we did. did. Like, this ending is going to be. We're not going to be satisfied. We're going to be pissed off, satisfied, but also unsatisfied, you know? Like Lori with her fucking gigantic blue dildo. And poor Lori. She did we, not get to we ride. We didn't learn about that. Yeah, we don't know. We know from the PD files. Right. Pedopedia what it is. But and we that it was designed it by Night Owl. <laughs> where, yeah, where was Lube Man? Why did oh, they have shit. Lube Man? And then we never saw it again. Oh my God, you're again. right. We never saw Lube never, Man again. Unless we, unless we weren't looking in the background or something. No, I don't think we saw Lube Man. We, we could search the interwebs, but I don't think we yeah, did. I don't think that back. just happened. And then Why? it stopped happening. I don't know. There better be a season two. Yeah, if you're again. listening, HBO, do it. Season two. Do it, HBO. <laughs> you don't want smoke Please. from us. <laughs> so I want to do a quick list. I mean, I just, I don't remember everything. I'm sure when we watch it again, I'll remember what I was right about. But one of the major things that we had theorized quickly, we were like, no, it can't be true, was Lady True being Adrian's daughter. And show enough, yeah, show yeah. enough, Mama True stole the gist. I think we mentioned that last episode and then we thought, oh, that that could happen. You know, Adrian's oh too careful. No, no, no. That's but exactly no. right. We were like, no, it's not possible. It's yeah, not possible. That's a and then it was. Theory. And I really think that Beyond is smarter. Because she of what is. Beyond is doing. Like, remember the dissertation she was working on? And Adrian with his fucking hubris of, oh, you stole my genius. And it's like, actually, she was just like, this is the smartest sperm I can get to add to my copious genius. You don't even see me coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now my daughter's going to be a super genius. So <laughs> thank I you, think goodbye. that's my sorry, hot take. Sorry, this man. Yeah, my hot take is Beyond's IQ is twice what Ozymandias yeah, has as an very, IQ. very, very smart. Very, very smart. And oh, what else is on the shortlist I have that she would sun the shit out of Adrian? Oh, we got that from she 
She turned his ass into she gold and kept him there him. as an ornament while Lori and Sister Knight were doing shit. He was there frozen, couldn't even get no water because she had froze his ass from the go. And she was like, oh, you thirsty? I know you're thirsty. <laughs> Woo! Hate I'm sorry. See it. I was frozen. living. I was living. Two out of There's three so acts. I was living the best life watching this show. this whole season that come by later as a plan that someone had. Yes. Just this writing. It's good. Another thing. We're right about Lady True Knows Everything. I've been saying Lady True Knows Everything. In this episode, she was like, bitch, I know about Europa. I know about Dr. Manhattan. I know about you. I know everything. And He's walking among us. Right. And you thought he was so smart. Well, you didn't know this. And she's like, I did she's like, know that. Actually, I knew some more stuff as well. <laughs> Sit down. She's like, you and your limitations. Oh, my God. Hate God. To see it. Hate to have a basic IQ like you. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. Oh, I was having the most amount of fun watching Lady True Flex. Also, that Lady True had a satellite watching Europa. That was confirmed. I think we called that, yeah. Yeah, we totally confirmed that because I was like, who else is going to be up there looking at stuff? Not the government. But oh my God, when it showed that the message she spelled out, it said, save me daughter. And I, Yo! We, we thought it was going to say, save me Dr. Manhattan. Right. But it, it was, was save her. me daughter. Like, oh, I was good. like, oh shit. You know that bitch was not going to come doctor. up there yeah. until she saw that. I just love her level of petty and the fact that she had him there just on display. Like while she was checking her cerebro of prayers and she was plotting her shit, she was just looking at it like, uh-huh, daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you bitch. Will wait. <laughs> bitch, wait. Now you're desperate. I love it. Also that uh, Lady True had all the inventions because whatever that instant bronzer gold thing she had, I'm like, she has all the inventions. She created everything. She knows everything, which is why I'm not convinced she will stay dead. Mm. And that's also my wish on a hope and a prayer. Well, Don't you we'll mention see. season two. Don't you dare mention it. I, I mean, forbid I it. I wasn't going to go to there isn't a season two <laughs> arc. I was going to say, oh, I don't think she'll come back for season two. That's Please don't happen. do this to me. Someone has to be a nemesis to Angela. It could be beyond. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Like I'm not opposed to Beyond. I'm not opposed to Beyond. Cyclops is what if dead. Beyond puts Lady True's memories into her if she is there? In yeah, that's two. what you said. That's very so smart. So it becomes like a, a merging of the true. A merging yeah. of the true. A super true. And that way she can hide in plain sight because yes. they're like, Lady True is a villain now. Look what she did. And she's and, a kid. <gasps> and she inherits everything. It's hers okay, because I'm, they think it's her daughter, I'm but it's positive. not. I was going to say, don't please don't <laughs> exactly. I feel like I have an inkling now and I just want you to, to not do it. Okay. Okay. What else was maybe on this list? Oh, that Adrian realizes nobody gives a shit about him Shocker. being gone or doing what he did. And when the old, Oh my God, the black uncle from like episode two, we were like the unks just hanging out, like fuck the establishment, fuck the government. Remember? Oh yes. On the paper. It was yeah. one of the dudes. And he was like, Oh, we don't give a fuck about uh, Ozymandias we don't give a fuck about that motherfucker it was like 10 years ago what is he doing we think he's in the jungle is he a jungle son being Tarzan animals. I don't fucking know he was pissed and he was like oh my god they forgot what? about me I did all of this for them what? and they don't even notice oh, I'm gone so delicious so delicious I really wanted him to get knocked the fuck out I was screaming in the past 20 in the last 20 minutes I was like yeah, if Lady hit True him, goes down him. yeah I was like looking glass what the fuck you doing he ruined your life if Lady True has to go down Adrian must go Candace down we cannot end this season the TV and hit him she was hit him hit him punch him if he's not punched by the end I'm over the show <laughs> I was gonna say Lindelof is a meninist if he let Adrian just go scot-free while Lady True is dead so the fact that at least at the very end Lord was like, bitch, where you going? And Looking Glass was like, I got the evidence, bro. You done. You done. <laughs> I was like, okay, I think thank Lil you. Dolph anticipated you coming after him if he didn't get hit. So and you know what? I actually in. think this is a better fate for Adrian because he is so delusional about his importance. He couldn't, he was there talking shit about Lady True, but was like, look at you, bro. And so I think public humiliation, everyone finding out, everyone talking shit about him and him realizing that he's completely been... I don't know, subverted, like he's not important. Like everything about what he's held true in his mind is 
exploded. It's burst. No more fantasies are there. And he has to sit there in a dank old cell that he can't use a horseshoe to get out of <laughs> until they probably execute his ass. Yeah, I and that's think, what he deserves. Like you said, everyone finding out that what he did was actually evil in their opinion, which obviously it is. Obviously. Genocide is very evil. It's bad. People. No matter but which I way But I think the biggest it. punishment for him is being forgotten. Like, um, what do they say in history? Like the biggest, the worst thing to happen to you is being forgotten. Oh, absolutely. Like Egyptian absolutely. history to get into the, I love Egyptian history. So like, we're going to have Egyptian moment here. And you know, that's what was keeping him going to some extent when he was on Europa is this constant belief he had. And he told himself that I am needed. I am wanted. I am desired. I am important on earth. Then he gets there for me back. and earthlings are like, no, girl, who is you? We don't give a fuck. I don't know her. <laughs> and not only does he have to know that he's irrelevant and unimportant, and despite him saving the world again, it's like, go to jail, bitch. Be, be scorned <laughs> and ridiculed. Go, go, go past straight go. To jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> but also, like, he is, he loves Alexander. He loves Ramsey II, Egyptian There pharaoh, were some quotes. But, like, yeah. Egyptian, like, death um, beliefs is you can't, like, get into that life if people forget about you. So a lot right, of pharaohs, right. when they didn't like them, they erased them from history. Yeah. My favorite pharaoh, Hatshepsut, read about her. She's that bitch. Awesome. She is that bitch. She's that bitch. She is that bitch. But please continue. We don't know who did it because it's over 2,000 years ago, more than that. But she was basically erased from history mm -hmm. and rediscovered in the early 1900s. Right. Yes, that's correct. And, you know... If did she not make it to the afterlife because she was forgotten and now she was, but right. it's just a lot of a lot of layers and cultures, right? Belief, right, yeah. right. So it's told, and especially with his obsession with those specific types of leaders, yeah. It oh, it's perfect. And see, like they're not forgotten. Ramsey the second, Alexander, we right. still talk about we them still to this talk day, about them, but right. Adrian, who? Adrian, who? 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 Because <laughs> you know who they're gonna be talking about after this, Lady Fucking True. <laughs> Lady True is going to be trending on all her platforms. And that's going to be funny. <laughs> I that Lady True in. is trending on LadyTrue.com, which is Twitter <laughs> and Amazon and everything else. So I'm super excited about the season two that is happening. Girl. Listen. We're positive. It's a happy Sunday. Listen. Work starts tomorrow. We're happy today. Oh, it's I want to see Topher in his little mask fighting side by side with um, Mrs. Manhattan. Which is what will be happening in season two. Okay, I'm saying it. Planning. I'm doing it. We need a new. I we, got need, to. we need an episode of season two. Wants <laughs> that would be. Great. We do. We come back in a week and be like, okay, we've thought about it. We've semi calmed we wrote down. Our list. And here's our list. We've called Lindelof. We've called. Here's Regina. our scroll. It's 18 pages long. <laughs> we've called everyone's manager, and they're all in. They're all in. I just want someone. You know the Drake. I mean, um, Soldier Boy on Breakfast Club, where he oh. yells Drake. Oh. I want someone to yell Adrian. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Oh my gosh. But yeah, so I guess the last thing I'll say before we rewatch the episode to give a proper, proper recap is that I'm so glad Keen went down with his horrible monologuing ass with his cartoonish Southern accent, Dr. Manhattan. We were discussing, is this an artistic choice from the actor or is this accent that bad? Because it sounds like me doing a Southern accent. Yeah, it was Where bad. I'm just like, y'all need to stop. Like, it's, I don't well, know. I'll be. It's Dr. Manhattan and oh, my, my plant. See, like, I can't do the accent. You know what, actually? It's close to what I was, my 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 racist accent, quote unquote, that I was doing um, a week or so ago when I was like, the men are endangered. It's like that. It's like, um, <laughs> I can't remember the actor's from? name, but he used to do a bunch of voices for Disney. Like old dog voices, like old yeller. Is shit he like, like a really old person? Is yes, he, he was also in Back to the Future 3 in the bar oh my with God. that voice. I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure it out eventually, perhaps before we do the second half. Perhaps not. I don't know. Don't hold me to it. But yeah, should we go and watch this, the, the episode one more time? Yeah, let me just find out where he's from. 
Oh, oh the actor? He's from Michigan. So this is a fake. Listen, we already knew. Every Southern person who was watching the show was yes. like, what is this shit? Oh my God, you know what it was like? What? Did you ever watch Luke Cage? No. You saved, you saved yourself. Because yeah, the last season, it got well, see, here's the thing. I'm sorry. You know, it's because I have, a, you know, I have a, a, a Marvel, a lot of talk. So yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hear it. it wasn't horrible in the first season. But when it came back, you know what they did? What? They decided that they were going to involve Caribbean people. So what happened was black people who are Caribbean, who know what Jamaicans and Trinidadians and island people sound like, were like, what is this? When they were like, look cute, <gasps> look cute. So they weren't from the Caribbean? Oh, no. <gasps> Actually, you know who's in the fucking show? Let me double check this before oh, uh, I say it. Alfre Woodard? Alfre Woodard is in the show. But does she, did they make her Caribbean too? No, she was uh, a okay. black from Harlem. Mm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear much about that season. Except negativity. Okay, Candace, there's a three-star hotel, two um, Keynes actors' hometown for 102. Oh? We can uh, accent listen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, um, so I don't think any of the black actors there were actually Caribbean, but they were consistently supposed to be talking in a Jamaican dialect. And it was horrible. And so it set a very bad precedent for the season. And you were like, there must not be any black people on the crew who have something to say to be like, this is you're going to be clowned for this. Like, you're thinking this is working like it's cool runnings, but it's bad. It's bad. And then to add insult to injury, they had a scene. Well, in the first episode, Mike Coulter does a dab and it is the worst dab you ever did see, potentially. And instead of making it a joke like we know it's a bad dab they tried to make it like a cool little cage dab and then the icing on the cake was they had a young man in harlem and you know new yorkers love their kicks especially uptown folks timberlands right so he had on timberlands three levels of insanity oh he was in high waters yes he was in high waters (laughs) strike number one high waters don't exist in harlem at least not in mass number two the tims were dirty it (gasps) looked like he was on a construction site working to clean oil it was bad right Right, you know you'd be clowned. Third thing, they were laced tight. Like, like, like tight. Like, it looked like they were strangling his fucking ankles, that, Nicole. That doesn't make sense to It me. doesn't make sense. <laughs> See, I knew we'd yeah. be on the same page. So this is what I'm saying. You didn't watch the show. And if you're a New Yorker, in general, you're like, what is that? What is that? Crew people. If I were on a crew, I'd have been like, can you take my shoes? Don't do this to New Yorkers. Don't do this to black people. Please, take they, my shoes. They could have just filmed your legs for the scene with, like, correct Timberland yeah. attire. And then yeah. just... So I was on a in. Marvel podcast and we were reviewing that and I predicted then it was going to get canceled. And I'm just going to say, I mean, when, you're you, right. when you disrespect New York culture and Tim's and you do the dab like that, you have put the black curse on yourself. They heard to you. End your like, show. We can't continue this. It was show. the universe. It was the ancestors. They said, what is this? What is this? So yeah, they threw dirt on the name of Jamaicans and their accent and their show went down eventually. And then so went all the other Netflix Yeah, you shows. can't even take the comedic route for these for those accents, like this one, oh, he's supposed to be like a evil figure and you can expect some silliness. But like right. in a serious show like Luke Cage, if your accents are off, it's just going to throw the whole show no, off. No, especially when a show is supposed to be centering black characters in some kind of real way. Yeah. And y'all couldn't get a consultant to be like, oh, no, that's not Jamaican. I mean, there are a lot of Jamaicans that's real in bad. New that's York. Real bad. Like ask someone. I, you probably know someone. That's how, but that's, that's how I deduce that no one was on set of Caribbean descent or anything adjacent. And certainly if someone was with no power agency to say something, because it is virtually impossible for someone to see that and not be like, hey, if I could just small suggestion. We want this to succeed, right? We want this to be not laughed at, not a laughing stock. And that's what happened online. At least within Caribbean communities, they were like, I can't watch Luke Cage. I couldn't get through an episode without laughing and also cursing because it was so bad. It takes you all the way out. So yeah, I think Keen's cartoonish accent, I hope it was by design because it was ridiculous. I will give him props if it was actually a choice for that accent. Right. That he was just over the top ridiculous. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. 
we definitely recognized it. All right, so yeah, shall we uh, pop in or pop in? Shall we head off yeah, to watch this ridiculous season finale thoughts. one more time? Yes. All right, guys. So we're gonna go do that, and we will be right back. All right, guys. So we are back from rewatching this uh, season finale Hello. one more again. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to our recap. <laughs> wow. So there was what definitely some dialogue and verbiage that I was like, oh, oh, really taking that in this time around because I was definitely for sure screaming during the first watch through at least yeah, a we third of a lot Lady of True's lines, conversations, particularly with Lady True and Adrian, because she was saying so much shit that I was screaming about every other sentence, which then met me and I missed. And you walked out of the room afterwards. for some parts of the show. I did. I did. It warranted it. So <laughs> you're turning it to me, threatening to leave. But I actually did. I, I left the room. I didn't I know, just you say it. Committed. Like you were watching the show. She's going to die. She's going to die. She's going to die. I'm done with this podcast. But me, I just. <laughs> I removed myself entirely from the scene. I'm all talk, no action. <sighs> okay, so I guess let's just start where the episode starts. It's Adrian, right? He's recording his Redford message in, I believe, 1993. Yes. And he's recording his video, and we eventually go from him and his takes, multiple takes he has to do because it has to be perfect, to see a woman, a cleaning woman, rolling a cart of supplies, and she's making her way into what we realize is eventually Adrian's office his private office and she gets on a computer and this is where I said to you initially I was like she got brains she is smart because even if she just psychologically profiled this motherfucker to know his password would be Ramsey's too that's where you start fucking up Adrian you are so annoying and narcissistic your password was Ramsey's too really and here's mama true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ramsey's enter and I'm annoyed that it was that simple of a password but we have right. a, a viewer Cleopatra from the the BX, the Bronx. I'm like, I live here. I should know what BX means. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, and the then BX. she talks about how Adrian's is a study in poor password security. There's oh, hell no yeah. two factor authentication. No. No characters. Very short. No capitalization. No numbers. No, numbers, no. no symbols. Hot mess. It's very short. And he's a genius. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't follow Adrian's computer. Now, you know it's habits. not, it's a harder job to hack Lady True. We just know this automatically. <laughs> Her password is. 50 characters are all random. She's using hieroglyphics. She's got <laughs> Arabic symbols. She's all over the map with her fucking password. I just know it. And so, of course, she gets in with the simplest fuck password and realizes there's a vault behind this Alexander the Great uh, painting. And his spermies are in there and a bunch of tubes because he's a loser. That's just so gross no, to just keep it. Why was he, was he testing his own sperms? Was he like, this well, is a no, little bit I, more mobile? I don't want to know. No. <laughs> I don't want to know. You're like, I don't need that hot take. Skip, I skip, don't need skip. the details. <laughs> the details. Let's keep yeah, going. I don't want to know about Adrian. And she put lotion. Activities. She was so confident that he would never revisit the shit that she put lotion in the vial. What was, was like, vial? Boop. 2,346. So I'd assume he'd never get to it again. If he used, but if he why that many label vials, it? You know what? Like He's you said, weirdo. we don't, need, we to don't know. need to know. I bet you it's for some other uh, stank purpose that we don't know yet. Or maybe Lindelof could allude to. Or maybe something we show up on the don't PD. Don't want to know. The PD yep. thing. Yep. I'm ridiculous with my details. I always kind of want to know. But I also know that once I do know, I won't like what I know. So See? So you shouldn't want to know. <laughs> it's the catch-22 of my <laughs> life and loving information. So she gets herself the sperms. And initially I was like, um, take home. But she was like, take away. No. On the spot. We're doing this right now. And I started screaming that while she was preparing the spermies for injection, that she was quoting what we referenced here, I think, 
twice on previous episodes the quote that we found online about the original ancient Lady True and her organic misandry and how she was just like, I want to ride whales and never bend my back to be the concubine of any man. And she was reciting that shit. I said, this is literally the church of misandry. This is her reciting the misandrist creed while she steals Adrian Spermies to put in herself to quantify and multiply her intellect with whom she probably believes, because I'll be accurate, is the smartest man on the planet. And she's like, well, since I am already the smartest woman and smarter than him, let me just add these Spermies because, okay, and make a super daughter, which she totally did with Lady True. And at the end, when she's putting it in there, she's like, fuck you. Ozymandias and we are and we are proud that's I I have no complaints about Mama True and now I'm super excited for the season two that's definitely coming it better for BN to flex because think about if BN is already like I joked in the previous episode she was 30% full of the hard drive but if she remembers herself maybe she's 45 to 50% which means that whatever organic misandry that was in Mama True, beyond, then, 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 it's gonna come right back and she's gonna have a fucking plan to get Ultimate her daughter back. I know true. it. I know it. Her final form. Her final fucking form. I also find it interesting how Adrian did not even notice this woman existed, which showed his white male privilege. Racism is seeing like Vietnamese people as lesser and like, I'm not noticing these people that are working for me. I mean, that's and definitely white privilege. Don't you watch Killing Eve? I do. Right. So season two of Killing Eve, a storyline that they approached when we had a different oh, assassin killer. revealed. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's the same concept that this is how it is with immigrants, especially immigrants of color. They're not noticed. They're assumed to be in roles of servitude or a menial role that doesn't matter. And thusly, they're invisible. And the way that assassin was able to flex as the best assassin because she was essentially invisible, like, I'm not here till I'm here murdering you and doing it really quite inefficiently, that was her power, being invisible. And so same here to Lady True's mom, who clearly understood the patriarchy. She understood how white dudes be working, especially narcissistic assholes like Adrian. So she was able to slip in and out, grab whatever she wanted, the juice, the juice. I mean, she probably took other stuff. I don't know what else she did, but I'm quite sure that she had the pick of the litter in terms of Adrian's ideas and things he thought was secret because I, what I got from her comfortableness was that she'd been in there many times. That she goes in there all the time while he's yeah, over monologuing on the video. Yeah, she's very casual. Turned her totally. chair around. Had her monologue. Good <laughs> for her. Did. She planned And this. the monologue was the best monologue. We love a good quote. I've heard in a really long time. From a woman, that is. And then after there, we see Lady True going to see Ozymandias in his lair. Her true father. Walking in the, in the snow. And we see the title then for the show episode in the snow that says, See How They Fly. That's a Beatles lyric. Well, What's considering that? there's a Beatles cover at the end of the episode, it's not sung by the Beatles, but I actually prefer the cover. So, yeah. But yeah, so we see that Beatles reference and we're in Adrian's lair. It's Lady True. And initially he's like, listen, I don't like fans. You can't use my bathroom. Get the fuck out. He's probably <laughs> never had fans. I don't know why he's acting like... Narcissism. People come every week. There's a tour group. Oh my God, Adrian, we love you. No one remembers He them. knows that's the we'll first human that, he's yeah. seen in months. But okay, Adrian, No pictures. Sure. No quotes. <laughs> no bathroom. He's such a mess. <laughs> and she's like, okay, but um, actually I know that you killed three million people. So what do you have to say about that? And he's like, that's ridiculous. Actually, I don't know what you're talking about, me <laughs> killing people. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why it's brilliant. And this was smart of her. And I'm just going to say, 
also this was the, her mother's impact because how she got Ramsey's too is going to be the psychological profile of like I'm going to talk to you in such a in such a way with such design it's the manipulation you can't see you're going to think you're giving this to me voluntarily but actually I've skillfully deduced a way to get this information from you because she flips the shit she's like oh my god you were so brilliant so smart of course only the smartest man in the world could come up with this I just knew it had to be you she knows how to push the right buttons and suddenly he's like would you like to come in you can't use my bathroom now. <laughs> After all. Do you need a drink? Are you okay? And she sees the cephalopods being rained down through his little machine when she gets in there and asks a question about, oh, how do you know when to drop these bitches? When do you decide? And he's like, bitch, I don't decide. It's They're algorithm. Automated. It goes randomly when it does. And that's just what I did. She's like, oh, of course. Super smart. Super smart. You're so smart, Adrian. He's like, thank you. I know. You know, I, you should come by every afternoon so you can tell me how <laughs> smart I am because I've been missing this. But what's great is that she only lets him ride that wave of ego for a little bit because she's like, that is so cool. It really is. You're so smart. But also, that's a rerun. It's a rerun. You had a brilliant idea 20 years ago, but like you're doing the same thing, Adrian. Really? <laughs> and the look on his face, how it starts to change the minute she says that is hilarious. And when she asks what happens or what will happen if it stops... He's just sort of like the same old shit, you know, world being trashy, people being trashy. And she suggests that she could make every nuclear weapon disappear. And this is the first of many lines in the episode I love because he's like, well, that's impossible. It's impossible. Because if it could be done, guess what? I would have done it because I'm the smartest person. She's like, yeah, yeah, but you're a dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got is that your line of the day? I is don't know. I don't know. Okay. TBD. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, she implies that his gender <laughs> has presented limitations on his intelligence. And I would argue, yes, that the patriarchy allows for a certain degree of hubris. And so I like this troll. This is Lindelof trolling the meninists, and I appreciate it. The lady, the lady true fan club has has assembled this episode. I'm the, I'm the president of the fan club. <laughs> I'm the a member. Yeah, president and a member. Then she says basically like, well, you know, if anyone could do it, just like get rid of weapons. Dr. Manhattan could. And Adrian's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, is this what you're here about? I, I get it. I get it. You're trying to get information from me about Dr. Manhattan. But you know what? He's not here. He's on Mars. He's doing other shit. And she's like, actually, belay that. I already know <laughs> where Dr. Manhattan is. And, I have my um, own satellite out there. And I forgot to mention this initially when we started about things I predicted I was right about. But I did mention that I thought Lady True probably built some sort of machine to find out a way to locate Dr. Manhattan and she basically says that Dr. Manhattan has a very specific radioactive frequency and that she built a thing to track the shits and voila she found him and I was like yes 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 this is why I stand lady true because she has all the answers yeah we mentioned that a couple episodes ago so it's very good that we're it's only one episode where we had clown makeup on the whole episode I believe looking glass that was looking glass fault it was him it's fine yeah it's fine your fave character I just had hope in a man I should have never had hope in and I will never, ever do that again. I will never stand looking glass ever again. He did <laughs> He did first. find this episode, but no, no standing. And when you're thinking that that's pretty amazing and oh my God, Lady True is the smartest. She then says she built a fucking subspace antenna to scan the entire galaxy. Do y'all know how big the galaxy is supposed to be? That's a lot of fucking space. And yet Lady True built some kind of subspace antenna, which she could scan for this motherfucker. <sighs> Just, I know, and she wasn't, a trillionaire at this point. She's probably no! super rich, but she was smart. She's working with limited money and she still has done all of this stuff. She's super smart. And that's why she was there. Essentially, we get to that after this part. After she mentions her subspace antenna, she says that she also built a probe that will arrive 
to where he is, which is Europa. She's like, she's like, yeah, he's not on Mars. He's on a moon from Jupiter, Europa. And I sent this thing that's going to get there in approximately five years, a little bit more, a little bit longer than that. Adrian is like, oh, you going to take pictures? She's like, no, no, no. I just need to know where he is so I can take him down, end him and take his powers. And that's when she drops. I did design a subterfuge to transfer the fucking powers, but it it's really expensive to build. The parts are really I need costly. Billions of dollars. Forty-two to be specific. <laughs> and of course, Adrian has at least forty-two billion dollars. And he's like, "But why the fuck would I? Why would I give you money? Why would I? Who are you? Why would I do that?" And she's like, "Daddy." <laughs> that part was very weird, but yeah. <laughs> Look. I get it. Lady True is basically grown at this point, And she's like, um, I'm here for the child support. I'm here for the retroactive child support. Run me my money. You have not been helping my mama out at all. I see your income here. I've done this multiplication times this plus this. 42 billion. And because Adrian's a fool, he doesn't bite and take that. And is actually like, excuse me, I've never lain with a woman. I've never, I don't do that. I don't lay with women. Alexander never did this. My seed is too good. And I'm like, yeah, well, he laid with men, sir. So, hey, yes, that, that is maybe. True. I was going to bring that up, but yeah. I, well, we I don't mean, know. I mean, I feel like we kind of do, but sure. We don't know for sure Season about two. Alexander. Oh, oh, wait, are you talking about, talking uh, about Adrian? Adrian? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know no, about Alexander. Know. Yeah. Maybe he had an affair like uh, Hood of Justice. We don't know. I don't know. TBD. We need a season two. We do. We do to need a season two. Ends. We're just going to keep putting that into the universe. <laughs> After he makes his analogies to Alexander the Great and stuff, she's like, oh, yeah, Alexander the Great. Uh-huh. Like the painting over there. Like the painting that hides your sperms. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, he oh, shit. Oh, girl. I didn't know knew that. I thought I was really good at hiding that. It's like, no, no, no. Not from the help. Sorry. And she says that she is sample 2356. 2346. Excuse me. And that her mom was a, one of the Vietnamese refugees working in 1985, and she shot herself up that night. But he didn't notice because, well, she was just a cleaning lady. And that's what he gets. That's what he gets. But he can't let that poignant statement stand. He's like, no, she wasn't just a cleaning lady. She was also a thief. Well, good one. You really got us. <laughs> good job, Adrian. That's a wow, that excellent hurt. job. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, she won. I'm wondering if narcissism is genetic because that's both what I of said during the show. I was like, people. narcissism is clearly yeah. a genetic transference that can happen, and you add the hubris of Mama True and Adrian, and this is how we get the incredible Lady True to people that want power that probably shouldn't have it because they are insane. Like she should have a little bit, but just not all of it. Because yeah, I still stand Lady she's True. She's she said her brain is too big and beautiful to say she can't have any power. Some. Some. Not all. Mm, not too all. much. So and also, I'm not, I mean, I, I had my hot take about absolute power corrupting absolutely earlier because that's just a philosophical thing I feel like a lot of people believe. But we did not give Lady True a chance to express her absolute power like John has been able to do and didn't do much, as Will said, which was his hot take at the end of the episode. So I don't know. I'm not entirely convinced that a woman with absolute power would rule as a man with absolute power. I think that's a misnomer because we've barely seen it. Like, we could theorize philosophical things all day about, well, if a guy does this and he has all the power, then a woman must do this. I contend that just by the very nature of the differences, it would have to be a different type of expression of total power. And who knows what that looks like? We've never been in a matriarchy. There were things kind of like it, but those were like millennia ago at this point. So I don't know. I'm not convinced that Lady True is the harbinger of evil that well, everyone thinks. It's just the ethics. We talked about this earlier. The ethics we've, we've seen from her where some of the stuff she does, a lot of stuff she does is very... Oh, yeah, the baby. Is it, yeah, where she's like, hey, I and made a baby. And she'd probably kill it if they didn't want it. Free the, the Brisson Frisés. Yes. I would have taken that dog totally. So I don't... I definitely feel like a woman could lead, but I would not trust Lady True because of past behavior. 
I mean, that that totally is common sense. That was a common sense answer. I don't have common sense when it comes to Lady True, I'm afraid. I'm too I'm no, doing all you're in the of stand what she's club. accomplished. We, I'm we in the stand club. Yeah. We love it. We love a good stand. We do. Oh, also, a little background about Lady True's mother, Beyond. Uh, if you haven't read the PDPD, it's very enlightening about background information in the show. And yes, it is. we obviously know that Beyond, her mother, does not like how the U.S. came and basically took over Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And there's an article where she's, where Beyond is basically talking to a TMZ type magazine about Lady True. And there's a quote that says, in 1971, Mr. Blake and his battalion of blazing commandos passed through her village outside Miley. Their uniquely warm demeanor made quite an impression on her. So it seems like something bad happened because we know that Blake, Laurie's father, or the comedian, was an awful person. And oh, yeah. the war in Vietnam, what, like any war is unethical, but he did some really vile mm-hmm. things there. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. there's another quote that said, Lady True's desire to see her homeland regain independence is a matter of public record, says the true spokeswoman, who in this case is beyond. Ooh. But she rejects militant nationalism in all forms. Her interests are global, not local, as we see at the end where she well, says, she's, she's like, I'm trying to change the world, the world. save no. the world. Uh-huh. Homelessness or hunger. And she seeks only peaceful solutions for uniting and pacifying the nations and bringing an age of illumination to a benighted world. So again, best intentions, bad execution. I'm just saying, I would like to see a bitch try to run the world instead of dudes always arguing about, my dick's bigger, let me run the world. <laughs> because that's super annoying and it's played out. If, if there's anything that's a rerun, it's, it's Adrian. Adrian is the rerun. That was Lady True's hot take. Like, bitch, you're doing the same shit. You haven't evolved. That's annoying. Yeah, old news. Truly. And he old sees news. later that old he news is with old news. He was. That uncle was like, you loser. That nobody care. Okay. <laughs> we love to see it. Oh, and at the end of the scene, Adrian is feeling petty because Lady Chu has been like, you're just whack. And he's like, hey, well, whatever. I'm not going to give you any money because guess what? Even though I inherited a bunch of wealthy stuff that totally informed my education and my privilege and what I was able to do, I gave away the money. My bootstraps. And started from nothing. My bootstraps. I have never heard such bullshit in my life from this, this motherfucker. This isn't real, right? This never happened. It's like people saying, I started my company with nothing. Just a million dollar investment. It's also sarcasm. Just a yeah. million dollar investment for my family. That's it. I had nothing. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't in poverty, but like I was just, it just happened. It just happened. And he says he'll never, ever call her daughter. And Lady True just has a look on her face like, okay, then, bitch. I'll see you in a little bit. Wait and see. (laughs) I'll see you in a little bit. I'll see you in some years. She's just too great. I love it. And because from there, we cut from Adrian in the past with Lady True to Adrian. Not necessarily in the present, but he's on Europa. And it's been weird how the cuts have been happening, but we realized with the way they stitched things together this episode that we've been jumping years and months consistently where Adrian is concerned. And he's in jail and we hear a rumble and he looks outside and there's a spaceship looking thing probe. I was so angry. I said, what is this? Leave him. <laughs> Leave him. <laughs> I was Irrelevant. angry that what I screamed about last week, about I was like, if Adrian can get through the floor with that horseshoe, that I'm going to be so yeah. mad. But now I'm going to assume that it was a process of several years that he was grinding at the horseshoe because it would take that. You know, like um, those jail stories, like Shawshank? It's the shank. It's the shank redemption, but it's Adrian. Because yes. he's like, I got my horseshoe and I'm scraping. The non-fictional story of Shawshank. For, so- for <laughs> several months, several, several months. And I'm digging this hole with my horseshoe, which is obviously how he was able to stab Phillips 1.0 because he had sharpened the edge of it so much by scraping through the stone. 
that I just feel like that was his fate for a while. And so he he reveals his secret tunnel, thanks to the horseshoe from one of the Crookshanks and Phillips that got it right, finally. And he goes out on the other end. He's like, yay, I'm going home, yay. And Phillips 1.0 is like, not yet, bitch, not yet, bitch. I don't think so, bitch. Master, gun. master, master, return, master. <laughs> He's oh, like, wait, no. sorry. A little bit about the past scene with Lady True. I also found it very concerning that one well, very Adrian like that Adrian assumed that all of True's in- intelligence just came from him. When we learned that the mom was a very intelligent woman and she is renowned for her parenting methods. I feel like that's what we smart. were saying a little bit um, in the f- in our initial reaction was that it's his hubris. Like he is so fucking annoying. Yeah, like this is another like she, woman who's intelligent. You had a whole yeah. ass baby you didn't know existed, asshole. And you still think you're the smartest fucker around? My God. Yeah, it takes God. two people. And also how she got her money creating nostalgia from a couple of previous episodes. Right. Which ended up... So she got her bag. She got her yeah, fucking bag. Sued, and can we really but... be upset about her pet rocks? And by that, I mean the alarm system, <laughs> the phone, her the cerebro. Because she got to do what she got to do to make the bread. So I'm not Two mad. Two scams, you know? Again, we'll is it. it a scam if people are receiving positive effects, whether or not they're real or tangible? Maybe it's like an MLM. It's real and tangible for them. Money waste. I guess. I don't know. But that's what I mean. Like, are you wasting money if you receive enjoyment? If that is the function of your money is to buy things to not only help you live and survive, but for you to enjoy your life. So if you feel like you're getting more enjoyment from this thing, it doesn't matter if it's actually doing anything for you because your mind believes it. Therefore, it is subjectivity. But would the FTC consider it that way? <laughs> Why do you keep naming organizations that don't exist on Lady True's planet? There. You keep naming PETA. You keep naming HIPAA. And I keep saying these organizations are done she probably bought them and disbanded them or like acquired (laughs) all the women who work there she's like now you all work for true this is what we're doing and then she probably gave them a speech about misandry and they were like i'm in you got me and you were in the background like i wish go girl i wish because she would not have died that way if If i'd have been around hell no i'd be like bitch we need to go like look at that something just fell through your hand so let's take this quick moment to leave just grabbed her just leave we'll figure out how to do this later come on (laughs) gosh she doesn't need beyond she needs you she does. I just want to be a servant. I just want to help out with her general <laughs> mission. But yeah, so Adrian is trying to get off Europa. Trying to bounce. And Phillips 1.0 shoots him eventually. Says he doesn't want to, but he does. And Adrian falls back. But oh, it's a ruse because he's not really dead. He catches the bullet, which was also mentioned in the graphic novel when he's yes. talking to Night Owl. I know. That was a cool fucking thing I, for them to rope in. Yeah, good callback. And Phillips tries to go up close to be like, have I got my prey? And he's like, psych! <laughs> Stab with a horseshoe. How embarrassing way to die. Oh, it is. But I feel like he should live. I mean, mm. it, it didn't look like it was that. I mean, Adrian yeah, didn't like twist it. He didn't twist it. Stomach. Right. Like, you that would kill you. I mean, it hurt. Yeah, it would hurt. You'd... But he bled out in two minutes. And I'm like, really? Is the, is the physiology different for the for the clones? Yeah, the it, was very quick. it was very, very quick. And Adrian kind of holds him like, it's all right. <laughs> I'm like, you're such a best. And then he said, he's, what does he ask? Oh, what did, I, did I serve you right? Or what did he say? I forget. Oh, um, was I after that happens, he basically is like, oh, Phillips 1.0 asks, why did he make him wear a mask? And then Adrian replies that masks make men cruel. And then Phillips 1.0 was like, oh, so that's what you wanted for me to be cruel? And Adrian's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had eight years to kill, motherfucker. I needed a nemesis and stuff. And that's when Phillips is like, oh, was I a worthy adversary? And he's like, no, not at all. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. <laughs> Have fun dying. He's like, but you did put on a good show. You were sometimes entertaining. But we also learned that the game master was his creation and not Dr. Manhattan or someone else. 
Which was right. kind of he a floating question. He orchestrated an interesting in thing for him to engage in while he was stuck waiting for Lady True to appear with her with her probe spaceship transporter. So that was super cool. You're, After the dude dies. Save me daughter. I'm jumping ahead. A oh, bit. you a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so after Dude is dead, Phillips 1.0, he walks the line of, of clones because there's still plenty of them, evidently, who are sad to see him go. And he gets a smooch from one of the last Crookshanks who's like, Godspeed. And then he's in the spaceship. And I thought, I know Lady True customized this for this motherfucker because the, <laughs> the shape, like she froze him in a way. Like there were other ways to do it, I feel like. But she was like, I am going to have this on display for at least two years <laughs> before, <laughs> before I do my thing because they didn't tell us exactly per say like I have some things that can probably line up with the timeline that they've shown us with like okay Lady True said five years here Adrian was over here for like 10 years he said four years when he was implying he was unhappy so there's ways to layer it over to try to get a timeline over but essentially she's like if you don't want to be dehydrated or starve or get in go thing. insane or go insane like just caveat just just on a side thing if you don't want to go crazy I mean I would freeze myself but that's your choice she's like you don't have to you could just sit you know, gravity has been established. You could just stay here, but I would advise that you go into hibernation. <laughs> and he goes into the thing, and we're back to a frozen golden Adrian being rolled into a room where Beyond is. And he's put into a chamber and essentially defrosted or demetaled, whatever process she used to do that. After he's sitting in her garden for a few Unknown years. amounts of time. And think about the satisfaction she got because Beyond doesn't have all her memories returned to be like, oh, <laughs> Who's the smartest now, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Every morning she just walks up to him like, huh. It's like what her cerebro. Now Ooh. do you see how villainous Lady True was actually the awesomest? Because her morning ritual had to be fantastic because she was eaten from all of her petty. She was like, look at Cerebro. <laughs> look at these fake alarms. Look at this shit over here. I'm copying Bashan Frise's. My daddy is frozen over there. <laughs> she was living. Dick. She was living her best <laughs> life. So at least there's that. Even if we don't get Lady True back, at least we know she lived her very best life yeah, for the past 15 years. Yeah, she was petty until the end. To the very end. And she actually, yeah, literally to the very end. She was petty. <laughs> After they defrost this motherfucker, he is a little bit out of sorts and stuff. But Lady True has some things to say. She's like, you must be thirsty. It's been a while since you had a liquid. Also, I have to say, it's pretty, I was pretty surprised to see your message, you know? Which, <gasps> ooh, yep. Yeah, twist. that's when she says that shit. And where she's like, what was it? Save me daughter? Yeah, so in the past episode, we only save saw me they save me D. Duh. So we thought it was Dr. Manhattan. Nah. But it's for the daughter again. Another way the show is so great. I know. Call back to expectations. his bullshit in the very first minutes. I will never call you daughter. And she had to put some shit on it, some petty, because she was like, I never thought you would cave like that. Like, petty show. queen, I we stand. We do. We will always support. And she's like, especially when you said you would never, ever say it. But look at you now. Must have been hard to completely cave on, Dad. Must have been hard. <laughs> well, here, sip this. And he tries to talk about, well, Dr. Manhattan sent me here. And he's been on Earth masquerading as a human. She's like, old news, bitch. Old news. Because <laughs> I know. And I'm totally going to take his power. Remember that? Remember what I was trying to suggest to you back then when you were like, do it yourself. I Make executed. Your own money. She did. And she's like, that's why you back, ho. This is the only reason you back. <laughs> this is the only reason you're back to see me win and do everything that I you wish could you not said do. That. I mean, that'd be great. Me too. I'd be like, yes. And Beyond fucking comes in and tries to give him a motherfucking outfit. And there was a scene that I forgot to mention where Beyond and Lady True are talking. She's like, hey, I just need to tell you a thing because he's probably gonna say a thing. And she's like, oh, am I your mother? I'm your mother. And she's like, oh, bitch. <laughs> I Good guess the memories. You. I guess the memories are <laughs> increasing. Great, well. great, great. 
And then he's like, oh my God, you cloned your mother. And Lady True's like, God, he's so not. I knew he would say something. I knew he would <laughs> have I no sense you? of decorum Didn't or propriety. You? Can't bring him anywhere. Literally cannot. Then he sees the thing, the subterfuge, the machine that Lady True alluded that she wanted to build when they first met back in the day. And he is a bit overcome. He's like, wow, it's beautiful. You did it. You did it. And she's like, yeah, I did, obviously. And now we, we just have a God to kill. So, excuse me, I have plans. Let's roll out. She literally says, <laughs> let's roll the fuck out. Bitch, I just woke you up in this very moment for this thing right here. I said, I'm not trying to talk to you. I just want you to see how awesome I am. Thank you. I think that's also the, also the point where she gains his respect. Where, right. oh, she can actually do this, which she said at the beginning, I've done all this stuff. Believe me. I mean, he's <laughs> Adrian. Oh, Adrian. And then from there, we are with True, Beyond, and Ozymandias arriving at like a street bodega. In the whip. Uh, in the line of cars. Yeah, they look and fly. <laughs> and we see the black uncle that we saw those episodes ago who is just at the little stand. And he's like, oh my God, Lady True. <laughs> Finally, I see you in the flesh. <laughs> She's like, I want my papers. You got my papers. And he's like, girl, you in the flesh, don't She's like, yeah, get a good look now, bitch, because I'm about to be a god. I might be blue. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. I think I might be blue, but I might just like levitate as a flower. Who knows? <laughs> I feel like she would do some shit like that, like appear to people as a flower who talks and they'd be like, you are fucking me up. I feel like you'd just be right light. Now. She'd be light that just pops up someplace. She'd probably mix it up. No one Lady True, just yeah. fucking with people. <laughs> she comes to use a flower right like, oh hey Candace, and you're like that how flower you doing? speaking like, going crazy I'm, am i okay did she just drug me with acid <laughs> am i nostalgia what's happening and fucking adrian gets a look at the newspaper and is in shock that redford is still president and i'm like oh are you in shock that you actually changed nothing you just switched out one dictator for another congratulations adrian congrats on your impact being nil claps for you it's like foreshadowing him being told again and again and again, like, you don't matter, bro. And nothing you did ultimately matters And the anymore. culmination at the end where it's right. really like no one cares about no you, No one. And after Lady True walks off, and we should note that the hat she's wearing is awesome. I expect to see a, a lot look. of people cosplaying that shit in Spring, 2020. Summer, don't 2020 let me down. Don't let me down, people. Collection. I would like Lady to see Lady True. I would like to see Pirate Jennies. I would like to see Red Scares and Sister Nights. Don't fucking let me down. If you are them for Halloween, send us a picture. Tag us. We will love it. I already told you I'm going to be Sister Night, but I have to yeah. find a way to be all of them all together, including Red Scare. I'll just pick days. Like if Red like, Pirates, <laughs> Each day of the convention be true. something else from Watchmen. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'd like to see it. And after Lady Tree walks off, oh, and her hat kind of looks yeah, like the hat's a, a halo. A she wants to be a it's, god. I thought it looked like the saint things too, the paintings, the painted halos. Yeah, so that talking about like halos, yeah, just in a... Which there was a lot of parallels, um, religious parallels made this episode like last In episode. the last one too, yep. And so after she walks off, Adrian is looking at the paper and feeling insignificant. And then out of curiosity, he asked the uncle like, oh, just out of curiosity, what do people think happened to Ozymandias? And that's because the dude is like, you know who you look like? You look like Adrian. And he's like, oh, do I? And he's like, yeah, but not really. I mean, I guess you could still do he parties. He basically calls him old. Mm, an older version. He said, you don't look right. He said, you can maybe do parties, but I can't be sure. He's, I can't be sure. He's great value, Ozymandias. <laughs> he, he said he said he looked like the, the people that be in Times Square that are the off-brand Elmo oh, and no. uh, Iron Man. <laughs> Those are hey. always super dirty. Do not take pictures with them. Not worth it. Tourism tips. Just made me think of that um, Kimmy Schmidt episode where Titus is like down there with the people. <laughs> oh, isn't he one of them? He, yeah, for, for a little bit he robot. tries to be yeah. that, but it's like off-brand shit. It's hilarious. So that's what 
Adrian gets called a loser impersonator of his own self. And he's like, hey, <laughs> his feelings are hurt. And then we hear a sound and it's like, oh, they're here. And by they, I mean Lady True's awesome invention floating in the fucking sky. And Adrian probably feels really inadequate in that moment. He's like, wow, look what she built. What has he done for the past 20 years? Nothing. Drop squids. Drop squids. I know, that's nothing. That's it. No, No, it's automated. He's not even doing anything. I know. He's chilling. I know. Watching TV, broken TVs. I'm with you. He ain't done shit. Just annoy people. I love how they thought that he just walked into a jungle and never came back. Just no one Sorry. cares. No one looked for him. They're just no like, one cares. Oh, the jungle. No I one mean, actually cares. That's what happened. <laughs> I love it. No I search love party. It. Yeah, serves him right. I love it. And after Adrian gets a look into his irrelevant future, he says <laughs> a quote, and the quote is: "Israel is desolate, and her seed is no more, and Palestine has become a widow for Egypt." So those lines are part of an excerpt from the inscription on the Merneptah steel dating from 1208 BC, which is the only surviving textual reference to Israel from ancient Egypt. Ooh, good to know. Goes back to his use of Ramses II as his password and his overall obsession with a certain type of really all-powerful leader and dictator, which is how I imagine he wants to be and sees himself. But he's failing. Even though he's always pointing at other fingers. You can't be a god. Stop trying to make yourself a god. I know I'm trying to make myself a god. In fact, I think I am a god. But you, you don't do it. You're not saving the world like I am. Right. And we have this ominous score that comes in while he adds the statement, you know, when the uncle's like, what is, what is going on? And he's like, it's the end, my friend. The end is nigh. He's so dramatic. He's so For dramatic. no reason. So much. Because the end was not just then. It was not. The world didn't end. It didn't end the first time before. Okay, here's a new hot take. That the world would end for a man like Adrian if a woman like Lady True was in charge of everything. Ah, perspective is key. That could be true. Yeah. Oh, she's smart. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) And so we see then, as we change locales, we see an old white dude arriving in a wheelchair. And we realize, (gasps) oh, it's the 7th Cavalry. Hardly ominous music for these it's losers. Father Keen. I'm calling uh, the senator Father Lil Keen. Lil Keen from now on because we Lil have Keen, Big Keen, we have Senior Keen, mm. Wheelchair Keen. Well, Senior Keen's a loser, just like everyone else in Seventh Cavalry, and you realize quickly, like, oh, this is their crew. This but, them. But Lil Keen gets a monologue. That's so bad. Um, that's because every annoying villain has to have a monologue, but that's how you know they're not going to win because any villain who monologues is going to go down. They You're just stopped. creating time yeah. for the winner, for the hero, to figure out what they're going to do. So that happens to it's him. It's like the Incredibles quote where he's like, stop monologuing. I forget the actual one, but monologues are bad. Monologues like f- are always bad. It's a, sh- it's a surefire sign that you're going to go down. <laughs> and Lori is the one who clues us in to the fact that this is old man Keen. She's like, is that old man Keen? What the fuck? And she tries to ask a goon about what's going on. And he's like, mind your business, essentially. And she hears over the radio that Angela is turning up like we saw her turn up at the end of last episode, shooting motherfuckers. All by herself, army of one. Without prejudice. Uh, yes, because she's amazing. And you see Lori like, oh, well, go, Angela, go. <laughs> <laughs> Should have pulled my gun when I went to this bitch June house. Or is it Jane? June? Jane? June? Jane? Jane? June? June? Mm, I have no idea. We don't care. Because she's dead Irrelevant. by the end of the episode. <laughs> Irrelevant. Just like Ozymandias. And after the dude is like preoccupied with Angela nonsense of what's going on, Looking Glass reveals himself to Lori. He's like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. It's me, but don't look at me. It's me, but don't look at me. And Lori's like, what? Mirror guy? He's like, Looking Glass, bitch. Looking 
ass. I've told Again. you this. I'm literally here I'm to try and your save life you. And, and you are trolling rude. me right you now. You know my name. You know my fucking name, bitch. You know my name. That'd be so funny if you just started yelling at her. Like, you know my name. Everyone's like, what the heck is happening over there? I know. And he's like, oops, did I, did I fuck uh, up yeah, the plan? Sorry. Did I yeah, fuck up the sorry, plan? Sorry, guys. I just messed up there. And he's basically like, look, they made me turn on Angela. And then they showed up at my house to kill my ass. And I think that's really fucking rude. It's really fucking rude <laughs> to force someone to be a traitor and then kill them anyway. And so he's here to do something. Get some, Do yeah, something. We're not sure. Off. Yeah. And then we get a flash, essentially. And Dr. Manhattan, motherfucking Cal, is naked in blue in the box. And you're like, oh, no. They got him. And Lori's like, oh, shit. John? John? But he called it. He said this would happen. No, I did. And everyone's I did. Everyone's acting so shocked. I'm like, you know this is going to happen, Angela. He just told you this like 30, 40 minutes ago, hours ago. And then this is where Keen really gets the most annoying that he's been this entire time. And he's been annoying to me since I saw his face in the first frame. And I was like, he's a big bad and I hate him. He gets extra cocky. And he's like, oh, my God, it works. Oh, my God. Well, would you look at I'm here? I got you. Accent. I got you, you blue fool. And it's way too much because he didn't actually do anything and actually if he contributed to the math that's why he's sludge and that's what he gets stay in your lane uh let this be a lesson <laughs> to everyone out there especially bigots stay in your lane you can't do science don't try to invent don't scientific things science. when you have not given science the proper respect like if you think the earth is flat if you think vaccinations are silly like things like that like you probably should not yeah don't do teleportation build yeah teleportation devices of any kind or subterfuges and what's wild is that adrian was shocked that lady true finished hers because he comprehends the science of such a thing and here are these losers in three years nicole <laughs> three fucking years they're like we melted down all these fucking batteries we made this cage we did it and it's like oof i mean that technology was lady true's <sighs> first off so I'm like, is this supposed to be a hot take on like a huge majority of bigots in this country whose educational resources have been tainted and few because this the, the amount of confidence they had that this would work and he turned into juice. So just think about the they fact were if Lady True never showed up. What does that party look like? What does the after party look like? Because they was ready to party. He went in there. He said his monologue. They turned the thing on. Sludge. Juice. They were came in the out. fake church. And the yeah. piece of him that was still alive, Lori stomped that shit. Oh, that was Lori. I didn't know who did that. Lori yeah. stopped. I don't know what that was, but she was like, kill yeah, it. Ew. Kill it. Is Make it, it dead. Heart? I don't know what that was. Make it dead. It doesn't even matter what it yeah, was. Because it's no more. Gone. We don't care about him anymore. And what's great is that he got to deal with the fact that he can't even be buried. You're just going to evaporate into the air. <laughs> Sorry. Imagine being Sorry. mopped up like someone has to come in afterwards. Ain't nobody mop. mopping that fool. That's what I say. He's just going to evaporate. Or the street cleaner has to come through because they're. I mean, it's a mess. Teleported. It yeah. is a mess down there. Someone has to Hazmat, clean it. Hazmat. I don't know what. Happens. But Lady True's gone. Who's gonna organize it, Beyond? Because you know she does everything. She owns everything. Yeah, Beyond. I don't know. It's Beyond. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. We're not even. Yeah, there we to we're hearts. jumping. We are jumping because it it's fun to jump sometimes. So Keen is on his bullshit. And <laughs> uh, we come back to Angela, who's on her torture shit. You didn't want to watch it, but I was like, go, Angela, go. Go, Angela, go. Break more fingers. Break his toes. Oh, I hate Crack a rib. things and like that happening. smack him with his own rib bone. Do that. Wow. Hey, I'm extra. Season two, maybe. Maybe. And she breaking fingers, and he probably thought for two minutes he could hold out that he was tough. He's and like, you'll never know. When his hand looked like this, when his hand looked oh, like he... three fingers just, just broken. Just a mess, and she probably did Facing take a tooth. Facing the wrong direction. I hope she took a tooth. Think about, I mean, most people don't like the dentist, but just think about the practical realities of getting a tooth pulled without any sort of... Novocaine. Novocaine yeah. or anything. In to stressful just numb circumstances, someone's right. over you pulling your teeth out. You, the roots are deep. He's oh, fucked up. Oh, so I feel like it didn't hurt me. <laughs> I feel like she went through the fingers and got to one of those molars and he was like, oh my God. 
and maybe she didn't pull it all the way out just halfway out and he was like bitch I'll talk it's at the, the basement it's June's basement June Jane her basement I'll drive the basement. you there do you need Get directions in my car we'll drive look here's the text we'll this take is the photo. Uber this is what looks like on Google Maps girl please I'll I need to get to a dentist lift. I'm calling your lift I need right a dentist now, please let me go <laughs> I need <laughs> a help. reference help. <laughs> for a dentist <sighs> oh yeah that was gross and after that we're back to a monologuing racist Keen who says a number of things which in, in was that annoying. accent you've got to say in the accent if you if you talk like him oh gosh all right <laughs> and i must note that Lori is totally annoyed this entire time which i would be if there was a monologuing racist trying to talk to me and he's like adrian released a monster <laughs> but no it's not the octopus space squid it's the president and he's talking about fucking redford and Lori just looks at him like, oh, God, am I going to be, am I really going to have to listen me. to all this? Please murder me now. Can I go right now? This is too much. We all know she doesn't like monologues, so she's not happy here. She's not. She's definitely not. And he's mad about a lot of shit. He's mad about reparations. He's mad about their guns being taken away and Redford. being made to say sorry over and over again. What they're mad about is like token liberalism and some actual responsibility taken by the government because we've already analyzed, you know, on so many levels how the intended thing of the thing versus the practice of a thing and the reality of what comes from that thing is something else. So Redford wanting to install this practice of let's end racism. Let's try to pay it forward and do things right and ethically has still resulted in this rubber band effect of what happens when you try to create equality. The people who were the oppressors suddenly feel like they're being oppressed because given a little bit of something they had to someone else is like, oh, you're oppressing me. See, this is actually reverse racism. What you just did with those reparations is reverse racism. I wasn't a slave owner. Excuse me. That's essentially what Keen is going on about. And I feel like there was definitely some alluding to issues we have now. I felt that with the gun statement. Yeah, Take away our guns. To today. Oh, let me also add that he's like, all they wanted was to get cops in mass and take some power back. And of course, also start a culture war. <laughs> and that if they controlled both sides, that he could ride a white horse to the White House and maybe become president. And it's like, okay, there's a lot of shit he dropped right there. Because I feel like the, we just wanted to put cop in masks goes to... What Adrian says earlier in the episode to Phillips 1.0, he's like, masks oh, make yeah, people yeah. fucked up. So it's like your whole mission of quote unquote ethics, motherfucker, was doomed the minute you decide to put cops in masks, number one. And then he talks about trying to generate hysteria, essentially. And this is the white knight situation so that he could then write in as an actual white knight to save the world. But a wrench was kind of thrown in their plan in terms of them changing it because of what we learned in the last episode happened with Angela when she was attacked by the people of the 7th Calvary who tried to kill her, is that they obviously had every intention of killing Angela. They did not expect that zap that came from Dr. Manhattan as a reflex, which apparently was not a kill snap. It was a teleportation snap. Like, bitch, get out of here. To New Mexico. To New Mexico. And that is the thing that alerted his presence to 7th Calvary, which at that point, they start their planning to trap this motherfucker and take his powers. But again, I would say that's above your pay grade. It's out of your lane. It's out of your range. <laughs> it's out of everything. Clearly, it's out of everything. You had no actual geniuses on your team. And that's also why they befriended Angela and her family. Right. So What's that goes back Jane? to what we guessed. We, I forget her name. What was her name? Jane? It don't even matter. June? Okay, whatever. Mrs. Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, her. <laughs> that's what we're going to name her. And we speculated for that. Yeah. We were talking about that he, well, because I didn't trust Judd from the jump. So I was like, whatever, for whatever reason, he needed to be close to Angela. And so this whole Dr. Manhattan thing was that reason. Yeah. And when they discuss culture wars, uh, wars, it's like a lot of shooters 
quote, oh, I was just trying to start a culture war, a race war, or whatever. Oh, absolutely. So a absolutely. lot of extremist nonsense, yeah, but nonsense is, is relevant about to today. culture war. Right. Yeah. And so after he's like, ipso facto, we knew it was Dr. Manhattan because who else could transport people across monologue, state lines? Monologue, monologue. He's like, of course, the guest of honor, Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> Sorry, Banjo plays. Sorry. And he thinks that it can't just be a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? It's white Jesus. It's his plan for him. It's like manifest destiny. This is actually what I thought of, which is another total racist nonsense of like, God has ordained for these bigoted white men to run the world. Clearly, clearly I've been ordained by God, clearly. Coast to coast. And uh, I just, I say don't trust white Jesus because he will lead you astray. And he led Keen astray. Again, I'm going to keep saying this, into a puddle of ooze. His own <laughs> fucking so ooze. Gross. Oh, thank you so much for that, Lindelof. That was a great payoff for a bitch like Keen. And Lori's like a thermodynamic miracle. Lori <laughs> <laughs> is smarter than Keen. I think we know this. After he gives his little bullshit monologue, he asks Dr. Manhattan, where are you now, Doc? And Dr. Manhattan replies that he's in 1985. And I think he says something like, all we ever see of stars are their old photographs. It's like, oh, I mean, true. True, but you fucked up. You lost. You're in a sauce <laughs> right now, doctor. And we need you. He's like, you don't got me. I can't help you. I'm just in here reciting old and lines. And Lori's from... crying after seeing Dr. Manhattan after She's sad. so many years. She really is. That was her boo. It was her boo. And so here's the thing that I made a note of, too, because I, this is this was the foreshadowing to me that Keen's experiment wasn't going to work when he was bragging about making the cage from synthetic lithium that they melted down from a, quote, zillion batteries or watch batteries. And I'm like, so that was your whole tech budget, bro? Was spent on batteries that melted <laughs> them down and horrible undies. Horrible angular undies. Oh, God. Because you, they protected nothing. Certainly not keeping you from turning into sludge. And then he had the nerve later to Lori to be like, I walk around, show my dick. And I'm like, There's, that's probably for a reason. Because you, you're checking all the boxes of toxic masculinity. So now I'm supposed to assume you wouldn't get in a dick measuring contest. You're hiding it for a reason, Keen. I see you, micro dick. <laughs> he wasn't serving body with that look. You know, micro dicks are a thing. I'm just going to say. <laughs> in not too far from here in Brooklyn, Williamsburg, there was a bar that held a competition a number of years in a row for the looking for the smallest dick. It was the micro penis. This is real? No, it, I can't make this shit up. Like, why? Oh, where would weird. it come from for me no, to make this I'm, up? I'm just shocked. So I didn't, well, see, I'm just sharing the education because I didn't know that the category of micro penis exists, which is to say that you are below the standard of what is assumed. So it's micro. It is a medical official term, I suppose. <laughs> and so, yeah, I know. Well, and so. Next topic. <laughs> it's like. No, you asked, so I'm going to explain. I so did not ask for this. You did. You were like, I don't know what this is about, so now I'm explaining. Oh, no. So it's a category, and this was a show, like a pageant, for men who consider themselves or are in this category. And then the person with the smallest one or whatever would win. And so I feel like Keen could probably participate in this extravaganza because he did a the lady doth protest too much essentially like Shakespeare said all that talk about Dr. Manhattan's dick especially when we got Dr. Manhattan being played by Cal and we all know what people are saying about Cal that he was like I'm not trying to embarrass myself when I turn blue to be naked so you guys are like well he's not like Dr. Manhattan in every way is he no <laughs> sorry these are my jokes these are my Ooh. my dirty jokes but it made me laugh because that's what I thought of when he was going on about, I don't have to show my penis. Well, he's sludge now, so we'll never know. Thank God. Mystery unsolved. So after he says that shit about the batteries and whatnot and whatnot, the tech budget was clearly spent on the batteries and the underwear. <laughs> no research was done. They just collected. This is why bigots can't win because they don't do enough research. 
Also, they couldn't the synthesize the materials. They'd go find it. Like I Lady know. she would have made it in her. She would have created in it in her factory. Right. It would right. have been excellent. And that's actually technically when he reveals those ridiculous undies after he says all that. And I really thought they were supposed they to were perform so a function, ill-fitting. but they weren't. I mean, I like the angle of it. It was just ridiculous altogether. Like it, it would work in like a Gattaca type film, but I just don't. Know. Yeah, it's not not the venue. So. He's like, well, it's time to melt this motherfucker down. And that, and he says to Lori that he invited her after Jed was killed because he thought that someone who loved Dr. Manhattan should be there to watch How him die. How considerate. He's a jerk. And I love this next line because Lori calls his panties stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I died. She did. She's like, fuck your panties, bitch. Lori's and he's like, hey. Until the end. And we to love the end. her for it. To the end. And that's when he says that he just doesn't want to wag his dick in everyone's faces. And I maintain there's a reason. Because you were monologuing like you're a dick wagger. So I don't believe that you don't want to wag your dick. I just think you're like, it's better if I don't. For me and the image I'm trying to project. I mean, it's a theory. It's a theory that I'm sticking to until proven otherwise. But she's dead. So it just means we'll never it's know, what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's just what it is now. Believe what you want to believe. And then at the end, he's like, yeehaw. And I'm like, okay, bitch. Bye. But then Angela arrives. She's there. She broke enough fingers, got enough teeth. And she was she like, bitch, I got the location. Rifle. I got the location and I got a gun. And she tells him to stop because he's about to walk in. She's like, don't go in there. And Lori's like, oh my God, Angela. Hey, hey, girl, what you Have doing? You been? And I'm she's s- like, bitch, why is you here? How I'm are you so even here? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I doubted you. Who? Oh, I Lori? wish she said that. I know. But she was more confused. Lori, like, apologize. You were just on the video or you were just on the walkie shooting people. How did you get here so fast? How did you get this information? Did how, you also teleport? How are you breaking the law? And she's like, bitch, why are you even here? She's like, well, I was kidnapped. You know, just, just <laughs> being kidnapped and shit. Yeah, I love that quote from her. Yeah, the banter was, was hilarious. And Angela continues to keen like, listen, whatever you think is about to happen, it's not going to happen. You want to know why? Because Lady True, the smartest person on the planet, knows everything. And she has her own plan and it's not your plan. And of course, Keen does not believe her. And she puts her weapon down in an effort to be like, look, I'm going to put this down because I really need y'all to fucking listen to what I'm saying. Lady True, literally an hour ago, just an hour ago, Lady True was like, I know this. Dr. Manhattan's here. She knows everything, you guys. She's super smart. I wish Angela wasn't shot. I know for the plot, they wouldn't shoot her, but... There I think she wasn't no shot reason. for the same reason that Lori wasn't because they are assholes. They are sadistic and they would receive incredible amount of enjoyment from watching the continued suffering of Angela and Lori because they hate them. They're like, you've killed our seventh cavalry members. They probably all went and, I don't know, shot darts together like a bunch of losers on a weekend. And like, hey, Angela <laughs> just killed like all of my bowling partners. Like my whole bowling team, team is, gone. is gone. My bowling we team is done. Fuck you, Angela. We're not making playoffs anymore. Are there playoffs in bowling? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, for work leagues. I haven't been on them, but uh, I have friends that are on Sounds them. Sounds like there she are has. Playoffs. Don't yeah. listen to her. Sounds like she I'm has. I'm a bad a bowling bowler. League. You don't want me bowling. Good kickball player, though. <laughs> I'm mad you said kickball. But I'll, I'll, well, we can move on. We can I mean, move that's on. a... I'm not even going... A big rec league sport. It's very easy to play. Is it? Yeah. I, I the feel like I can't get competitive like with kickball. that shit. I can't yeah. be competitive. When is... But maybe that's because I played well, a varsity lot of sports, sports have, in uh, school. Well, I did too, but... A lot of sports you can't just hop in. Which sports in. did you play? Well, you have height, so maybe basketball. You do too. I, I also played volleyball, volleyball varsity. Me too. You bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we were just what? like, what? what the heck is <laughs> That was my innate competitiveness oh coming god, out. It's like, let's compete. No, I'm just joking. Beach volleyball <laughs> this summer competition. <laughs> Candace versus Nicole. It's beach volleyball. We could just be on the same team. There's two of us. But it's competition. I've got to play. You, got, oh, that's you true. find your but person. Who's gonna be my mine. I'm going to find a that's tree. Your I'm going to find a tree. You better watch out. I'm going to find a great libero. <laughs> we're going to clean up. 
Well, guys, you you heard it here first. The challenge is happening. The 2020, 2020, 2020 volleyball, volleyball challenge. Volleyball game. If this show gets a season two, we will hold this. It better get a season two. We are putting this into the universe consistently <laughs> until we actually get what we want. I also love how he said that he was going to squeeze Dr. Manhattan like a grape. And he ended up being squeezed into slush. Oh, man. So that's Not even slush because it was, it was ooze. Oh, it was gross. Because, yeah, you worse. know, slush still got a piece of ice. Yeah. It was all just liquid nasty so with gross. that motherfucker. So Angela tries to make her plea to be like, listen, guys, I'm trying to save y'all assholes because I really feel like something's about to go down. You're not ready for it. And one thing that's super smart, she points out, she's like, everything up in this room is Lady True. She built everything in this room because they're like, we don't, we stole it. She has no shit. She's like, but it's Lady True. I was like... <laughs> Lady True, make the speakers. I see speakers over there. She's Alexa. She's literally listening to your conversation <laughs> right now, you fools. Hello, Cyclops. What do you need? She's like, look at these assholes. You know, she was in her vehicle like, mm-hmm. She had them up on a screen like, these losers. Okay, so when should we go in? 10 seconds? Okay, countdown. One, two. <laughs> you know, let's make it theatrical. The dramatic, yeah. Entrance. I have on my favorite hat. Let's make it theatrical. It's my world-taking <laughs> My Luke. Hat. All right, so he goes into the shits anyway, despite Angela's warning about Lady True making everything and know everything, and he just interrupts her with his bigoted white male hubris and says that she better chill or have his men take her out like the, quote, black bitch Oh my, I scream. I scream too. I would scream like, oh, but I thought you weren't racist, but I already knew it was some bullshit. When someone says that, like, you pretty much know what the you truth racist, is. You racist, bro. Yeah, like, you racist. And Lori back there rolling her eyes like this fucking fool. Lori just wants to go home. Literally at that she moment, she's like, go home she whispers owl. to Looking Glass. She's like, shoot this motherfucker no. now. And Looking Glass is like, but then what? What we go do? Okay, I'll shoot him, but then what? What we'll we do? Shot. What we do? What, what we do you shot? want what's, us to do? What's the, what's Lori, the end result what are you thinking? This? What are we doing? She's like, that's true. I just want him to shut the fuck up. I wasn't thinking two steps ahead. I was just thinking immediate, <laughs> immediate You result. know what? Shoot me instead. I can't listen to this anymore. And uh, so King gets into the thing. And Angela's like, don't do this, fool. And he's like, bitch, leave me alone. And Jane <laughs> slash June slash motherfucking Mrs. Crawford is looking all <laughs> smug. She's looking real smug in the corner. And I was like, oh, I know he's going to get fucked up because this smug look is too smug, bitch. It's about to be taken off your face. And the button is pressed. There's a blue wave of energy, light smash thingy. It's like an explosion, kind of, because there's ringing. And we get the impression that no one can hear. From Angela's perspective, she's just looking around and stuff. And we suddenly see that Lady True and her all-girl gang has appeared with toys, devices. And everyone's Magnetic confused. Devices. She's like, give me those guns. Give me those guns. She sucks them all. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. She's just very well organized. Very well organized. In. This group gets the guns. They probably had rehearsals, dress rehearsals and shit. She's like, I'm <laughs> going to wear studio. this. Y'all are going to wear this. Because there was an outfit for Ozymandias. So I really feel like oh, she yeah, had dress rehearsals outfit, for... Yeah. For her world-changing paradigm game that she was playing. I feel like she rigged whatever they were using to teleport them. Because they teleported to the street. Of course they did! Yeah. She like, fucked them up. But you know, they're working time. with one sixteenth of the IQ. And that's generous. Excuse me. They're working with one ninety-eighth of the IQ that the Lady True has. They're a mess. After Lady True appears, I mean, it starts to get real, real exciting in the room. For me, anyway. Yeah, remember when we were watching the show, we were very disappointed until this point in time. Because I was just like, what the fuck is going on? If the show ends now, they have 10 minutes to pull together. But then it did get progressively better. I think the last five minutes is when we actually weren't pissed off. Right, because after the whole, well, it was the the in-between Lady True going down, which I saw coming. And then this idea of Angela getting powers. I was like, if they don't fucking do something. You have five I was like, Adrian needs to go down and something something else needs to happen with Angela or we're done. And we were like, two minutes. One minute, you assholes. Oh, it's... An hour, five minutes. Five minutes. Right. 
With Lady True, we see her subterfuge floating thing has also arrived with her girl gang. And poor Looking Glass, he's probably triggered by remembering squids and he pukes. He's like, oh, oh God. he pukes twice. I can't so deal with this. He takes his mask off. But Seventh Calvary can't even react to the fact that, oh, that's, that's Looking Glass because everyone's fucked up and his gun is gone in the next second. So he can't do anything. And I love how the Calvary committee is all shocked. Like, oh my God, this didn't work. They're so They are taking back. Ridiculous. It is so funny. And Lady True, like, Angela, hey girl, I didn't expect to see you here. Wow. You must have pulled a lot of teeth to get this info. Congratulations, girl. <laughs> Pull up a chair. Won't want to miss it. And Angela's like, okay, but what is you doing? How like what's happening here? She's like, <laughs> getting justice, all right? For your granddaddy. We had a deal. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get to justice. Then I'm going to do what I need to do to shift the world. Oh, my God. The exact sentence she's like is, uh, he gave me your husband and I'm giving him justice. It's like, okay, damn, girl. That's well, that's what you think. Cut and dry. Because Will's actually working with Dr. Manhattan and playing her. Well, the thing is, Will doesn't actually play Lady True because he wasn't sure if she was dead. I, I see it differently than that. I think it's a matter of what could not be seen necessarily from Dr. Manhattan or maybe he saw because Lady True makes a remark about him not seeing it coming that it would be her because he was focusing on the seventh Calvary. So I don't know. But Will talks about at the end. Yeah, I heard that part too. But Will talks about the end where his deal with Lady True was actually planned when Dr. Manhattan came to his house. No, I know. But that doesn't mean that one doesn't equal the other. I don't think. That just because Lady he knew about Lady True from Dr. Manhattan, that means that he pulled the wool over Lady True's eyes because he didn't even know she was going to be dead. Dead. When he asked her, when he's like, is he gone? And at the end, and Angela's like, yeah. And he's like, well, is she gone? And she's like, well, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I'm not as upset about that. So it doesn't well, seem like just he knew. confirming that these things happened. But I don't think that necessarily Lady True could have known that Ozymandias, or even, because even if you are saying that that Dr. Manhattan knew before he sent them over there that they were going to do this thing with the squids, it just doesn't seem like anything in the preset arrangement of chess pieces would say to Lady True or to Will, I'm getting over on Lady True. It just seems like Dr. Manhattan had a last trick up his sleeve knowing Ozymandias very well and what he might do that it worked out in his favor to stop Lady True but not until the deal is completed which is killing all the racists because he could have transported those bitches at any time to Adrian's lair he waits until Lady True fulfills the deal for Will I know but Dr. Manhattan is not like the paragon of goodness I mean of course I'm not gonna be angry at this happening no no not at all that's what I'm saying it was, <laughs> it was petty it was petty yeah stuff. I know Dr. Manhattan they is were also all petty. agreeing they were like yeah. well we all agree that these racists gotta go after Lori opens her eyes, she sees Adrian and she's like, am I dead? Because why the fuck are you here? And he's like, no, but the night is young, girl. Not the night yet. is Not young. Yet. And Lady True starts clapping like, um, excuse me, excuse me. I know there's a lot of confusion happening. Some of you are like, what's going on? Why am I on the floor? Can I have your attention? Eyes over here. Over here on me. Do you see my hat? Do you see my outfit? I've been preparing for this for years. Do you see this fashion? <laughs> this serve. <laughs> She's like, I know you might be a little woozy or not able to hear because teleportation is rough. It is. Yeah, everyone's knocked out at that point. And she's like, oh, we're Kina. We're Kina. And this is her acting. This is like where I say she is the czar of petty because she's acting here. She knows. She knows where he is. She did the scientific math in her head. And she's like, we're Kina. Where's Keen? 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 <laughs> Does anyone know where Senator Keen yeah, is? On the second watch, I finally noticed that she was being petty. I thought she was she being was, petty. No, I she, she was confused at the beginning. No, but yeah, she no, no. She's she being petty. She's like, it. where is he? Where is he? Oh, is he in this thing? Is he in here? Let's let's open it up. Senator Keene. 
Everyone's like, oh my God, Keaton's dead. <laughs> oh gosh, she's crazy. Remember the lady that just gets up? Like she shook. I think it's the blonde lady in the back. One of the extras just is like shook. That's because how gets she up. says it too. It is like, so funny. She says it in a very mocking tone. Let's get him out. You know, we don't want him to miss any of this. <laughs> And she opened the door and it's just a bunch of sludge. It's a human body bag worth of sludge. It's fucked up. She even still in her chair and lifts her feet up and everyone's just pandemonium out there. Everyone lifts up their feet, but Lori, which she does, but to smash what piece of thing is left of him, which I say good. And Lady True has a hot take of genius for the losers in the room. She's like, so guess what? Absorbing atomic energy without filtering it first is totally gonna pop you like water that's so a water balloon every time Duh. Know. Duh. this is entry-level quantum Open physics you house book don't you know anything did you go to college i did i got four degrees did you not read the paper i wrote when i was 16 <laughs> sucks to suck <laughs> oh, and because jane can't stand being trolled like this she's like you know what stop your stop your speech I don't want to hear anything you have to say about us being Just racist and getting me. revenge. Just stop already. Just she pulled stop. a Lori. Stop monologuing. She did. She did pull a Lori. And she's like, just tell us what you want. Okay, enough of this. And she's like, good question. Good question. Beyond, my dear, do you have that paper Will gave me? Could you bring it over here? Thank you so much. And then she reads it and she's like, so guess what? Four being the leaders of the Cyclops, all y'all bitches in here. Four being general shit heels and bigots. Four... Just loving white supremacy and trying to force it on everyone. I'm about to get revenge, especially for and including the Greenwood Massacre of 1921, where you murdered and pillaged and plundered for white supremacy. And they're just like, oh, no, 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 no. This yes, can't be happening. Getting up. Oh, my God. The guy in the wheelchair can't go anywhere, but he's looking around. And June, she's done with the speech again. She's like, bitch, I said, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Yes, what you going to do? You going to kill us? You going to kill us? She's like, yeah. I love the way, the way she says it. Duh. Yes. Like, uh, she's like, yeah, babe. Known. Yeah, girl. Matter of fact, I'll do it right now. Oh, you want to go right now? That's cool. Um, lights, lights uh, go from stun to kill. <laughs> and they all turn over and hit them. And it's pretty. It's a light show. She's like aesthetics while I kill. Just like her cerebro. Like, Poof. I'm into it. They're gone. She reorganized her atoms into something else. She sent them into the atmosphere as something else. And I say, bitch, again, I stand lady fucking true. <laughs> No mess, no muss, no fuss. She's like, won't even nobody know. Won't nobody know you're gone. Yeah, she left that missing. motherfucking wheelchair. Yeah. They went to the bad place for Wait, his wheelchair is also gone? No, no. All that left was his wheelchair. Like they took. Oh, I didn't see that. Like okay. wherever he is, re atomized potentially. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any wheels. Well, give that to someone who deserves it. Like someone needs this wheelchair. Who you isn't and I both evil. know that Lady True can invent legs and walking. You're right. Because look yeah. at Will. Look at Will. Oh yeah, he can walk. Oh, yeah. My my friend almost went into my mouth. It, it did. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> Fully. Almost. After that fucking shit happens, John is like, well, thanks for killing the bigots. I was super annoyed at how they attacked me and Angela and were doing horrible things in life. Now that's done. I'm going to send Lori and Adrian and Looking Glass someplace else to try and deal with your ass, Lady True, because you turn it up too much. He doesn't even tell them. He just touches the sludge. That's his internal because dialogue for himself. It, yeah. That's his internal dialogue. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this now. Yeah, he never tells anyone anything. He just teleports people or himself. And they have to figure and out why later. they throw up. Looking Glass does not handle it well at all. Looking Glass is already traumatized. <laughs> he doesn't need any more fucking oh, trauma. Yeah, definitely. And Lady True is immediately pissed off. She's like, bitch, I literally spent a lot of millions and billions just to get that motherfucking probe and keep this motherfucker frozen. You know, TBD. Decades of So he planning. could see my awesomeness and how wrong he was. And you really just teleport that motherfucker out of here? <laughs> okay, it's fine. I don't even need an audience, bitch. I don't need an but audience. I'm going to do this anyway. This she's, yeah, she, she's getting a, she's a little it. loud. A little loud. 
she was tight. She was like, I honestly planned this whole thing down it's to so a T. You just transport that motherfucker over there? Really? Okay, fine. And she's like, well, I don't need an audience, fool, because we could just do this anyway. Fine. Excuse me. Beyond. I'm going into the thing. Subterfuge. <laughs> Turn the shit on. And then Angela's asking John, like, dude, what is going on? And he says that the cage is affecting him and it's hard to be present. And she's like, okay, what, are, what other people? Where did they go? You clearly sent them someplace to help. Maybe, possibly, I think. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, well, me? Why didn't you send me? You know I'm the most capable hoe in the group. Why didn't you send me? And he says, one of the saddest things this episode, that he doesn't want to die alone. I was like, oh, I understand. Keep her with you. Even gods don't want to die alone. Yes, powerful message. I think potentially an analogy, too, to Jesus in terms of the Bible and the the crucifixion. Ooh, actually, now that I'm I'm thinking about it for a second, that actually fits because as Jesus knows and is told and informed by God that he will be betrayed. And he knows this at the time of the Last Supper. He knows this when he walks in this garden, essentially talking to God to be like, I'm scared. I'm a little shooketh. Like, I know this is what needs to happen, but I'm also like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And this is kind of like what we see with Cal, that he is aware for some time of his end, what his end will be. And fear is still present. This concept of not wanting to be alone. And when Jesus is actually crucified and he calls out to God and he's like, you know, why have thou forsaken me? It's like, I feel like it's this concept that we're revisiting here of aloneness at the time of death. And that no matter how important you are or how much of a God you might be, that there are still these really human traits of fear of the end of your existence, of the end of what you know. And Ooh, so that seemed to be what they yes. were doing with John, that he is so, he knows so much shit. But at the end, he was like, I don't want to be alone. No, like, I don't, like, I don't. I told the kids there was nothing and I'm mildly concerned <laughs> about the nothing that I'm about to go into. And uh, he says some other things to her, like warnings, don't touch the light. And the next thing you know, Lady True's like, fuck this, green button, let's do it. And the light goes on. The True true has turned the machine on and John is officially dying now. We see the little handy graphic on the thing that's like, oh, look at the blue light. It's, yeah, it's going, going down. down. Yeah, that was very handy. They were like, We'll just give you Thank this you visual cue visual. to show you what's happening here. And I think then we cut back to Adrian in his office with Lori and Looking Glass. And Looking Glass is just, he's like, oh, he's oh so this is the lair? <laughs> this is where all the shitty stuff happened. This is where this my is life what changed. Ruined Fantastic. My life. Yeah. And he ruined starts asking marriage. questions. Yeah, oh, everything. Stuff, yeah. Everything in his life. Adrian starts asking them when the last squid event was. And poor Looking Glass is just with his mind blown. He's like, I don't give a fuck about the last squid. Is this where it went down in 85? Is this? Is this the place of the horror? And of course, Adrian doesn't have any sort of empathy for what is an obviously traumatized looking glass. He just says to Lori, oh, you told this fool? And Lori's like, don't look at me, I didn't, I didn't tell nobody. And looking glass in the back like, wait, you so everybody this? knows. You knew, Lori, Except you knew. Me. Bitch, everybody Government knows but me. Conspiracy. Does everyone in the FBI know? Is it just an FBI secret that you don't tell the other police? He's mad with good reason because he's like, three million people are dead, yo. Like trauma, like fucked upness. And Adrian is being Adrian. He's like, oh, whatever. I saved the world, you ignorant hayseed. <laughs> and I did laugh for a good five minutes yeah, off of the Yeah, she loved hayseed. that joke. I just felt like to call someone a piece of hay is to say they're really, really I mean, it's unique. Unintelligent. I like it. Unintelligent, it's very for sure. Smart. Do you want to explain what a hayseed is? People that Shall don't we? know. Oh, what? Shall I? I mean, Sorry. some don't. <laughs> so the practical meaning for hayseed is, of course, grass seed obtained from hay. Informal terms, so that is to say, slang, a euphemism is a person from the country, especially a simple unsophisticated one 
Yeah, the so, same term isn't as well known. It's uh, it's great because it's kind of like telling someone they're being twee. Like it's a word and people know it exists, but it's not used often. So you might throw somebody off for a second. Yeah. You call me a hayseed like a real seed. And he's like, nah, bitch, Google it. I have it's never not just heard someone ins- it's not use just an insult seed. the word hayseed. Man, gotta level up your uh, thesaurus insults <laughs> like uh, Adrian here. Your drags need to be awesome. You need to drag someone where they can't even be upset. Yeah, until they, they know until the they Google. Means. Until they Google, they're like, <laughs> they need to lead the conversation. I don't know Google. what you said, but I'm mad. Let me just. Oh check. my god! Oh, you fucking dragged asshole. me. Yeah, and then it's over by that point. So yep, you, you won. And so after he calls him a motherfucker, hey, seed, he's like, could you basically stop distracting me so I can save the world again? Go read the temperature again. I need to do it again. And we are then back with Beyond as John continues to be drained, and it's now down to his legs. And John is telling Angela, like, it's almost time to go, babe. Like, literally, it's almost time. It's like when he was predicting the fight. Almost here. Death is about to come. Just (laughs) want to let you know. And she's begging him to hold on and don't die. And he's like, you just need to move away because it's not safe. What's going to happen here? And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay here. And he has to stay here, too. And he just looks at her and it's sweet and stuff. And she's like, well, bitch, where'd you go? Come back. Come back. Come back. This is like when we were having sex that one time. Come back to the scene. You're literally about to die. I need you here with me. And he says that he is in every moment they were ever in together all at once. He's so cute at the end. It was very cute at the end. I was like, these are some lines. Bagels. Bagels. So good. And Angela shares a look like, damn it, you wouldn't have lined again. And Even she's at the crying. end. I'm like, oh my so God, sad. Angela's crying. And then we actually see him back to his uh, gorgeous melanated skin that Cal had for a hot second. Yeah. He says, I love you to Angela. And then there's a blast and Angela goes flying in slow motion. Luckily, she does not get a concussion because later that day after she was thrown into the thing, I was like, is she good? She wasn't passed <laughs> out because that looked like a pretty forceful fly into what looked to be a metal or hard plastic thing but she's I good. feel like no one gets concussed on the show they're just shaking for a second and they walk away oh yeah no one gets concussed no one they're just like concussions they don't exist in this timeline lady she yeah, fixed she it solved. she fixed it she solved it she's like concussions <laughs> where where do we have concussions and after that we're back to adrian doing something just with his squids and his computers just pressing buttons and he's still mad that lady true trolled him with the term rerun because he's muttering to himself like i'll show you a rerun (laughs) (laughs) he's He's so annoying and he says that he's going to change the squid from being harmless essentially to frozen so it'll be like firing a gatling gun from the heavens and i'm like that's rude but you've been rude this entire time adrian so no surprise there he clearly has no interest in saving john because you know there's a question like Lori's like what about john anyone Anyone care about John? He's like, John's probably dead. John who? He's dead. John who? Who the fuck gives a shit about John? John. He just doesn't want Lady True getting to be all powerful. That's what he can't stand. Narcissism until the end of time. Notice that he refers to her as a worthy adversary, especially if she were to get John's power. (sighs) And I'm like, you're annoying. You're awful. And Lori asks what Lady True is going to do with the power. And he, he says, save the world. And Looking Glass is like, okay, but... Uh, that sounds like a good thing. How do you know she's not going to like save the world and stuff? How do you know she won't save the world? Because I think, I mean, she seems nice. I like her hairstyle. And Adrian's like, well, clearly because she's a raging narcissist whose ambition knows no limits. It's hubris, literal hubris. Anyone who seeks to attain the power of God must be prevented at all costs from attaining it. And reading himself to Phil, frankly. Yeah, and he says that. Takes one to no one, basically. That's after Lori was like, narcissist. Like She's in the back like, bro. Bro. I know bro. you. <laughs> bro? You're awful. Hello? Do you? Because it sounds like you are talking about you Pot here. calling the kettle black. Um, 
And he's like, well, yes, takes one to know one. And he actually says that. So he basically says that he's not worthy as well because he's also this type of person that will not do the best thing for society at large. I, well, yeah, I, maybe, or maybe he's just knowing he's admitting that he knows he's a narcissist, but I would, but he needs it more than her. Well, I would wager that he still has a, a warped sense of self. So even though he's aware that he has narcissistic traits, I mean, everyone has narcissistic traits. It's like in the kaleidoscope of personality things you can have, but if there's too much of it, if it then goes to disorder levels, well, we have megalomaniacs. And so I think that he just doesn't see himself accurately. Like maybe he knows he's a narcissist, but he still, what he decides to do is still better and ethical than what Lady Truth decides to do oh, because he interferes with the squids and all this other stuff. So that's why I can't stand Adrian. And when Lori calls him on his shit and she's like, narcissist, bro, like, come on, man. He says that line in Latin, which is basically takes one to know one and starts raining squids and that everyone within five blocks will basically be obliterated. And I'm like, that's not true because Pirate Jenny, Red Scare, looks like 17 other cops. And they were just standing They were just standing outside. So, okay, Lindelof, I see what you did there. But, And then Lady True's hand gets blown off, but they're just, oh. I know. A little hail. How does one squid hit Lady True's hand? She got got a whole ass hole, but it could hit Red Scare. And then he's good. He's good? So a light, a light rain. Whatever. So we're then back to the scene of ridiculousness and beyond is telling Angela she better get her friends or they're going to get hurt. And we're like, what friends? And it's like, oh, the police. And I'm like, those are her friends. <laughs> they threw her in jail. That's not her friend. Pirate Jenny was trying to arrest this girl. <laughs> Red scare. And then there's a call. And thankfully, that's Lori because she has decency in her. And she's like, beyond, put, put Angela on the phone. What you doing? You guys and need to get out of there. reacts so slowly. So many things are happening. That was people frustrating. People are just casually walking over to the phone. Like, pick it up, guys. Like, things are happening here. Yeah, that sequence of events was frustrating because we were like, come on, Angela. Run! Get in the booth. Get Run! in the booth. What are you doing, Angela? <laughs> and so instead of just running, when Lori's like, girl, um, you got to take cover. Run for cover. The device eventually starts to power up. The cops are looking like, what the fuck is going on? What is going on? Oh, wait, doesn't Angela actually ask her why? Where she's like, run? Like, does she even ask, like, bother to, like, inquire? And it's like, girl, if someone calls you on a payphone, and they say, run, it's coming. I don't think yeah, we need to again, ask no what it is. We don't need to know what it is. Just run for cover. And when we go back to Lady True, what I thought was interesting and potentially a bit of symbolism, I'll be curious to see what the fandom and potentially you listeners think about this. But when we see Lady True and she's essentially waiting under the subterfuge to get the blessing of Dr. Manhattan's power, we get a shot juxtaposition to the wall where there's a shot of Christ on the cross being crucified. And so it seems like, again, these parallels are revisiting us with Dr. Manhattan as Jesus, but also potentially ideas of how people might see themselves as a savior because Lady True absolutely sees herself as a savior of all humanity. And I wondered if it wasn't just potentially a symbol for Cal going down and being sacrificed for Lady True's aims, but also Lady True being sacrificed in a sense as well for because she does i mean think about what? how she's she's standing with her arms like this which is kind of like a crucifixion pose that's how the fucking squid go through her hands she's like oh shit because she didn't just have her hands on her side she was like with arms wide open that was a creed <laughs> reference i'm sorry it's in there but um ridiculous band don't sing let the rest. that don't let that sing the rest please Candace, don't assume sing no it. Sing okay it. let me just tell you what this is you guys at parties, especially when booze is had. I can do I can do a fantastic Creed impersonation because they got on my goddamn nerves. But the dude, Scott or whatever, who was the lead singer, he would always do it the same way, how he would sing. So give me enough booze at a party. I'm like, with arms wide open. Noted. A Noted. Lie. It's a mess. It's not a compliment to Creed. <laughs> it's just <laughs> ridiculous. It's a rendition. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Do you practice this or you just oh, no. do it? It's just, it happened in a moment where I had to work a thing and they were there and I was super annoyed by that concert in general. And so it produced a lot of jokes for me as a coping mechanism, but then as a fun mechanism, just as life continued. Okay. So I don't even think Creed is making music. I don't know that people care if they exist, but yeah, that's a little side thing. <laughs> and then suddenly after True is lost in her moment of reverie and you think it's all gonna change, it's all gonna start. Uh, it starts raining and the squid goes through Lady True hand and we're like, oh man, really? She doesn't even react. She's she flinch. Like, oh, she does not flinch. She's like, oh. My hand's damn. gone. Oh well. It's cause she's thinking, she's like, shit, am I gonna have to go to plan B? I will need my plan hands, B? but I'm a god. Let me mentally send this message to Beyond. Beyond, it's all going down. You need to copy me. <laughs> this is my fantasies. <laughs> but you know what? It's not above Lady True. We know she implanted infomercials in people's brain. So she could totally send an infomercial I mean, to her own mother. she definitely has backup mother. plans of things happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Contingency upon contingency. Mm -hmm. You don't have a genius like that without contingency. Just like Adrian was like, my initial plan was to kill your ass. My second plan was this little thing over here because I'm smart. And so it's raining. And we already mentioned how it's unrealistic that Jenny... Uh, Pirate Jenny and Red Scare make it. But they do, and I'm happy but for Pirate we, Jenny. we're happy. We're happy. We'll accept it. Lady True looks up, and she's just sort of like, motherfucker in Vietnamese, which is awesome. <laughs> because it seems to me like she's not upset. She's just like, side route. This is going to take me longer than I thought, because now this thing is happening to interrupt what is going on. And she's crushed. She's crushed. Her fucking the squid ran through her but she machine. She looks up, accepts her fate. Her machine was not made out of adamantium metal. So unfortunately, the squids broke through and eventually crushed poor Lady True. And how did you feel at that moment when your your stand leader was killed? I saw it coming. But like I said, I haven't fully accepted her death because of all the inventions she had and the fact that Beyond is still alive and kicking. And Beyond is the reason Lady True exists with all of her genius. So I can't just assume especially if we get a, a season two that we're done with lady true so you're ready for the new lady true new and improved lady, lady true, true 2.0 where she's compounding educational type of education because like beyond she will not need to be that same person who graduated from mit at 15 they'll start pumping in those mit memories yes, and then know. some from year one oh, so. she'll be like 12 and a genius exactly that'd be super cool she'll probably progress faster than her mom because um beyond is like 10 so we'll give her like six she'll be six like let's go guys <laughs> like two tweens just like yeah. we know it all guys after poor lady true dies temporarily for rip. now rip to be continued angela has a thing that she grabs like a covering metal whatever it wasn't metal just something it's but a, it's it top. works and yeah. i'm like girls your knuckle safe because she was holding it but whatever she makes it in we don't want any injuries coming to angela so we will accept how this happened and she makes it inside the theater and once we're in the theater who do we see we see motherfucking will chilling like the Looking world isn't ending stage, outside right the children who are asleep it's been a day for them babies and she sits down in the row opposite the aisle of him and Will says that the kids had the wind knocked out of them, essentially, when they were zapped over there, that they're okay, and they've been sleeping for a while. And she's like, well, what do they know? Because a lot of shit has gone down. Do they know what's going on? He's like, not a lot. Just that you're on your way, and I'm family. He's like, your man, John, what's up with that? And she's like, oh, he gone. He's gone. I'm sad. And Will's like, oh, I'm sorry for that. Is uh, the lady, is Lady True, is she gone? The warrior princess? And she's like, yeah, she gone too. And he's like, well, I'm less sorry for that. Especially because <laughs> I know that bitch gonna be coming back. But that's that's unfortunate. Oh, and that's when he drops the info that making the deal with her was John's idea. As we know. And then Angela's like, oh, so you knew he was gonna die and you helped his ass? And Will's like, we helped each other, granddaughter. It was mutual help, okay? Don't be mad at me. Oh, and then he asked if uh, Angela took the nostalgia. And she's like, yeah, bitch. Uh, you didn't know I was all fucked up for like a day and a half? Well, <laughs> I, I almost did. died. I took it. 
He's like, oh, bitch, great. So we don't even have to have a deep conversation. You've seen <laughs> the You've thing. lived it. You know my origin story. You know I was hooded justice and all that and that and that. That's great. And she says that too. Yeah. because he That's what he wanted. Will was like, I don't want to have this uncomfortable conversation for 16 hours. So I'm just going to find a way for you to take my pills. <laughs> and then we, we just have the same info together. Together. We have all the info. Oh, that part about the mask really hit me where he said that under the mask it wasn't anger but fear and hurt and he's telling her that you can't heal under a mask but he's doing this over a hundred years of you need to be vulnerable people vulnerability but that's what i'm saying it's like it's it's after the fact because will has spent his entire life not practicing what he preaches and he he's reflecting in that moment where he's like i was sitting in this exact spot basically a hundred years ago and that was when shit was going down in oklahoma with the massacre and he reflects on Bass Reeves, the black marshal of Oklahoma, being the last thing he watched before his life essentially ended as he knew it in Oklahoma. And that's why he became a cop, because Bass was his hero until he realized that Bass hit his face for a fucking reason. And then that's why he hit his face as well. And as he said, when he put it on, Angela assumes that he felt anger because she finishes that part of the sentence for him. And he's like, yeah, I thought that too, initially potentially and certainly when I was fucking up with my wife June my girl and she kicked me out I probably still thought it was anger because he literally came home and was like I'm angry you're right babe I'm angry it's anger and so it took him years of trauma and losses and breakdowns to finally be like oh 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 but he got there which is all that matters in the finale had his breakthrough but yeah he's like you know um it wasn't anger it was fucking fear and trauma and pain and bitch you need air on these things to heal, <laughs> not just Let running around killing people. I have learned after 70 years of killing motherfuckers that like, oh, okay, oh, okay, that's not. <laughs> Maybe I should go to therapy. I don't know. Actually, too, because he's there, he's old and alone, and he, he doesn't feel any more fulfilled. And so that what else is there to tell you 100% that this was the wrong goal than your whole life actually passing? And you are to Will's age, old man in a wheelchair. And you're like, okay, none of that did what it was supposed to do. I still have this hurt. I still have this trauma. So none of the shit I thought I was doing to work through this actually was working through it. It was just making everything worse. And Angela's essentially like, well, okay, um, where are you staying? He's like, motel, if it's there. It's down the block, so I don't know if it's still there. And then she offers him the spare room. Family at reunion. The crib. But she's like, just for a couple nights though, just for a couple nights, a weekend. Don't get comfortable. He's like, great, thanks. I'll take those two nights. I, mean, um, I like a warm bed. Try to save some money. <laughs> <laughs> a budget, yeah. They don't take my AARP discount. But he saw that money from Metropolis. That's true. He could just buy a house in the neighborhood. That's true. They're like, hey, y'all, come over. And of course, after that, we're back to Adrian Looking Glass and Lori, where Adrian takes him to the night owl vehicle. And Lori's like, Archie, Archie. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, Looking Glass, you should be able to handle this shit because I, I, I heard that the cops are using the designs and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I can manage it. I could do it. And he's like, great. So I'm gonna see y'all. Peace out. I'm gonna go and just do some stuff, you know, some general nefarious Evil things. Evil things. <laughs> Evil plots. <laughs> and I love that Lori's like, oh, bitch, where you going? Uh-uh. Skirt? Skirts. Stop that. Back pause, up, pause, up. pause. Let's reverse. Let's go back to that. <laughs> You're not going nowhere. You killed three You're million people. You're going to jail. You're you going to jail. Look at Looking Glass. He's a grown ass man. He's fucked up off his shit. He's like, oh, um, I'm sorry, what? Uh, you don't have evidence. Me? Excuse me? Where's your evidence? And Looking Glass is like, ha ha, look at this tape because we do record in this timeline. Shout out to myself and those initial hot takes I took. Uh, but I know, I know. And he's like, oh, I will never let it go. If there's a season two, it will be one of the first things I bring up. Oh my just God. So you know. And he's like, okay, but if you tell people, the world's going to end, obviously. It's going to end, obviously. And Lori's like, yeah. Again, his inflated yeah. sense of self. People keep the saying that. The world does not end without 
singular people 99% of the time. It also is not going to end without your input and yeah. interference. Like everything Adrian. you've done, no one has noticed. Well, that's Lori. She's like, I've been alive for a while. And last time you said this shit, I was much younger. And guess what? The world is yeah, the world is good. People change. The world yeah. is good. That's actually what she says because he's like, well, you kept a secret all this time. And she's like, yeah, people change. Well, at least some people change because you are the same nasty bitch you were 20 years ago. <laughs> You've not grown. Well, also when Lori, when they're first going through it, where he kills everyone with the big squid, Lori is iffy on what to do. And then she's kind of convinced to not say anything. Right. So even when it happened initially, she still wasn't sure. And then like her growing up, she's right. shifted to one perspective. Exactly. And at this moment, he starts on his narcissistic nonsense. Oh no, how dare you? How do you think you can do this to me? I'm Adrian, I saved the world. And thankfully we don't have to listen to any more of his nonsense because I was literally screaming at this point, looking glass, punch this motherfucker. She looking was. glass, take him out of the knees. Looking glass, do something. She, yeah. And then he does with a wrench. And I'm like, thank God, looking glass. Didn't um, you get up and walk away or something at that point? I was so I upset. I was you like, looking glass, you need to do. Because I was I was suffering from the fact that Lady True was gone and Adrian was still here. And I was like, no, 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 no. no something needs to give. If they end this fucking episode <laughs> with this motherfucker having an upper hand, I will do something ridiculous. So thankfully, looking glass gets him with a wrench. I hope he is. Oh, concussion. There we go. Oh, maybe. Someone is concussed this episode. She it's Adrian. Fantastic. True has not solved concussions yet. Well, not for her daddy. He was elsewhere. She was like, you don't get that. You don't get that privilege. That vaccination <laughs> is not for VIPs. you. The concussion vaccination is not for you, dad. <laughs> you loser. <laughs> not covered. After Looking Glass takes him out, we're like, finally. He's like, this guy talks too much. And Lori's like, bitch, hell yeah, he does. I Most of these men in the episode today <laughs> talk too much. I just wish they would stop, get to the point. And then Frank Sinatra starts playing in this moment. The song, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. Which has, I do love that song because my mom actually used to sing that when it was time to wake me and my siblings up. Oh, that's so cute. I mean, it's cute sometimes, but when you're trying to get your sleep on and you don't want to wake up, sometimes it's less cute. It's better than an alarm clock, just ringing. Ish, yeah, she would she would add that with tickles. And so sometimes it was Aww. fun. I know, my mom is adorable, but other times <laughs> I wake up like, mom, mom. So that song is playing and we see Angela and the whole family walk in the fucked up streets of Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, with the kids back home. And we see a few things like Beyond is alive and safe. I would like to assume right at this point she's not being arrested because she's a minor. After all, she's going to be questioned and she's going to lie yeah. because she's a genius. She's smart. She's super smart. And Pirate of course, Jenny and yes, Pirate Red Jenny Scare. and Red Scare is still alive. They made the it. The Pirate Jenny Stan Pirate Club. Jenny is season One two. One of our uh, viewers mentioned the Pirate Jenny Stan Club. Oh, and that's I, right. No, the Pirate Jenny Hive. And I didn't think of that way. But we need to be in the Pirate Jenny Hive. We do. Along with the Lady True Hive. We were in all the hives and of the women. And kind of the Lori Hive, but she messes up. So we're like, She does, but Lori had so much petty this part, episode. We're part-time Lori Hive. But full Actually, time that's Angela better. Part-time Lori Hive. Yeah. 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 We took our that. time. Oh, and uh, also, viewer River, her mom actually gave us some context to the name Pirate Jenny. Right. It's the Nina Simone the, reference. Nina Simone Please, tell the, tell the listeners if they're not aware. Yeah, I have to... Um, Nina Simone yeah, so is the shit. Pirate Jenny Live, nineteen sixty four. It's basically a, a revenge, revenge song, right? And also, it inspired Tales of the Black Freighter, which is the in-universe comic book in the Watchmen graphic novels, right? So, thank you, River, and your mom for giving us this info because we had no idea. I completely where this forgot name came from. I'm a total Nina Simone fan because she's fantastic, and she's I was great. like, yo, that is the great live performance. So, thank you so much for. Was it a tweet? Yeah, she tweeted for at tweeting us. Thank those lovely you. fucking facts, keeping us informed. 
And so after we see that some of our faves are safe, we see that en route to the home, inside the home, Topher spots a little some some hanging up in the cage. He's like, what the fuck is that? And it's his mama's sister night outfit. And this to me confirms what I've been saying that Topher will rise. Yes. Topher will rise That's as a vigilante. Yeah. yeah, okay, you're not supposed to use a mask to deal with your pain and stuff, but guess who's gonna? Topher! Topher, I he's gonna use the best. He has the attitude. I support it too. I feel like he'd be a pretty cool superhero. Me he'd too. Make a cool name. He has great hair. Great hair. L'Oreal vigilante. A long Let's do it, Topher. Mane. Get yes. your hair spinning in the wind Get while a you kill people. <laughs> All the shit. Get some bundles. Oh my god. And we get Can't one of wait. those looks I just love that Angela consistently exchanges with Topher where they just have an understanding because he sees it and he's like oh shit and he's having an awakening and she sees it and she's like oh shit and she looks at him like well yeah yeah, yeah. I guess so that's it that's that's exactly I what. can't stop that's you. what I was doing I saw what happened she to was Will. like oh you inspired that's cool that's good I can't I can't because technically when Do I was you. your age I was inspired to be a vigilante <laughs> so so was my do father it. let's keep it going generational so baby father mm-hmm and then we cut to inside the home and Angela is tucking in all the babies with smiles and kisses. And it's sad because you can tell they don't really know that daddy gone forever. But in the morning, she's like, we'll save this conversation for the morning. <laughs> Topher, if anyone knows this, Topher. Topher yeah. gets it. He's like, daddy's gone forever. But the girls, they don't know. Too much has happened that night. Yeah. After she tucks him in, she goes to the kitchen to clean the mess that was left. And we see the eggs on the floor. And I believe it's there at the point that we're like, there looks like there's still an intact egg. But the camera doesn't linger for too long because she goes to grab the atom ring. From John's There's so head many egg references, so we so kind many. of guessed this was going to happen. Right. And Will eventually shows up asking if she needs a hand. It's like, with them old knees, man, <laughs> it's going to take twice as long with you helping. Please. I mean, thanks for volunteering, but she's like, yeah, fine. why don't you just go somewhere? He's like, okay, great, because I could actually sleep for two days, actually. So I'm so glad <laughs> you do not need my help. Peace. Before he pieces out and she's like, okay, go sleep. He does say that he's sorry about John because John was a good man. But considering what John could do, he could have done yes. more. And I was like, hot take, hot take, hot take. And is this about a little bit about white liberalism again? About, you know, having a soft take on racism and dealing with it where you're like, that's not my problem. That wasn't me. I don't say those things. I don't do those things. So I'm not really, it's not really something. I don't need to be super active versus being an active, a truly active participant in dismantling oppression in society. So it's interesting um, because- to take. <laughs> I mean, well, think about it. When did John have any concern for anything race related until he was walking in Cal's skin? Because I think it's interesting that he lets Lady True kill the racists. He lets, I mean, because he's not like, let me transport you here to start fucking with Lady True now. He's like, you can kill the racist. So I wonder if part of that has to do with Cal slash John's lived existence as a black but person. But isn't that Will saying that? Where he Pardon? asked True, which was roundabout set up by Dr. Manhattan. Asked True what? Before you, so I'm going to hand you Manhattan. You have to kill these people for me. But again, it's all set up by Manhattan, who knows everything that's going to happen at any time. So I feel like he doesn't even care currently because it's just. Wait, care about. You lost me for a second. So Will, Will and Shrew have the agreement that she'll kill Cyclops if she gets, if he gets Manhattan to her. But years before Manhattan and Will had their conversation about in the future, this is going to happen. I'm going to die. You need to do ABCD. So it seems like he doesn't even care. It's just Will wants this to happen. And because they're using true in a roundabout way. I guess because of really, the nature like, of Dr. Manhattan, you could guess he doesn't care. But I would yeah. also say that 
because he, he loves Angela. Yeah. Well, this is what I would say because he loved Angela and he became an actual part of her life that it would be impossible for him not to care about what she cares about. She is black. She cares about Tulsa. Topher was ready to pop off and leapt over a desk because of red fredations. Am I really supposed to believe that John's ideas of race and racism and oppression did not evolve as he was with Angela living in black skin? I know, maybe, but even I on a subconscious like a level, huge even on a subconscious point. level, because remember, his conscious mind wasn't awake. It was his subconscious mind. So I just feel like potentially that lived existence added something to him once he was returned to the full blue man. And he was like, oh, let me in my genius, godlike way. Think of all these experiences I've had at the same exact time because I can do that. I just feel like it's 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 sort of like what Sensei tried to talk about, that if you could actually walk a mile in someone else's shoes, truly, in their skin, truly, and deal with whatever microaggressions or issues come with that, then you have to come away with a better understanding of what that of what life is or what oppression might look like for that particular person. I'm just saying I didn't see growth from him in that. But I can kind of see where you're This is me from. being optimistic. That me, yeah. because there's nothing, I don't think there was any time for them to say anything or write dialogue that it's could imply. Molly, season two. Yeah, it's like. I'm just saying that yeah. in my mind, because he's not a sociopath, that if he can love Angela, then his mind can expand. That he was with Lori, he was with white women prior, and now he has spent a decade with a black woman. And so it's just a different, it's a different lived experience. So you, I would assume that just by the nature of being around black people, black culture, blackness, you learn more. And he seemed to give a tiny shit about Tulsa at the very least. Like those white people are shitty. They could die, all of them at once. Why not? Because he didn't save them. He wasn't like, let me teleport you over here and save life. He was like, you got that lady true. You got that. Oh, are you done? Cool. Um, teleport <laughs> over to Adrian's <laughs> place. So that's going to be my hot take until I'm disproven by someone like Lindelof or whatever. And even then I might be like, I don't know, I don't know. Art is subjective. <laughs> I art is open to way. interpretation. So, well, all art is subjective. You lose control of what people think yeah. once you put it out there. So after that shit and uh, Will goes upstairs and she got the cleaning supplies, she finally goes, bends down to look at the eggs and we can see that there's one egg left uncracked. And then we get a flashback to the scene from last week when she broke the eggs because he was being ridiculous trying to make waffles. <laughs> and she finally opens it and sees the egg intact. And we're like, girl, mm -hmm. remember what he said about transferring his powers? It's all coming Her back. Full circle. I was like, eat that shit. Make an egg. Make a bagel. She was like, no, I'm going to be ridiculous. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to crack open this egg in my mouth. Like, she didn't even get a cup. I just feel like that was unrealistic. Was so what gross. if you had to eat the whole egg, Angela? What's going on? There's got to be a piece of yolk in there. And like some salt or I'm something. I'm like, that's what we do. Girl, where are you from? Like, what are you doing? I've never done just that drinking in egg my yolk. Life. He was making the waffle. I think it's possible you could have just cooked that egg. You could have scrambled that egg. You could have boiled the egg. <laughs> Anything else would have been better than you running to the bowl, sipping the egg, and then two seconds later, she's like, can I walk on water? She didn't even let it sit. She wasn't like, let me see. Let me just wait 60 seconds. She was like, oh, I ate it. I swallowed it. Right now. Right now. I'm going to try to put my foot. And we knew. That foot was not going to land yeah, and show I called us anything. It. I was yelling. I'm like, it's going to go to black. It's going to go to black. And what did it do? It went straight to black. It's like An what you did when you thought she was going to die. You were just trying to say it out loud. She's so when die. it happens. She's going to die. She's going to okay. die. But I was right this time. So I'm happy. Not happy. But it's, it I'm not happy. I mean, I feel like we knew that was going to happen, though, because we were like, yeah. there's no way they're going to tell us. Of course they're not. Of course they're not. There has to be season two. And Maybe they know there'll be a season two. So they did a cliffhanger. I mean, potentially. It depends on what the, the suits have been know. talking about privately. But after this scene, what I love is that the song that comes on for this final scene and the credit is I Am The Walrus. And is this particular song is a cover by Spooky Tooth featuring Mike Harrison. And of note, this particular cover of this song, which is a famed Beatles song, 
I believe the Beatles released their version in 1967 and this cover came out in 1970. And what I think is interesting, and we've always speculated about why they choose the songs they're due and the different things that can be potentially attributed to the song lyrics. And there's a number of things here that I feel like, again, it's open to interpretation because the lyrics itself could potentially lend themselves to what's happening. Because the very first practical reference is a line in, was it the third verse, second verse, where it's like, I am the Eggman. They are the Eggman. I am the walrus. So I should also say that a lot of people had a lot of ideas about what this song could have meant. And a lot of people projected onto the lyrics what they thought it meant. But John Lennon and the Beatles were like, yo, we were just trying to prove that we could be woke, fake woke, like Bob Dylan, with his songs. And we took acid. And wrote this fucking shit. So whatever you think it means, it's probably not what it means. But as I said, when you release it to the ether, it now means whatever people want it to mean because you've lost control. And so there could be that practical reference of there's a line about being the Eggman. It could be the idea of like confusing the shit out of people open to interpretation because that song is that way in terms of like what's really happening here. I'm not sure. I mean, did you have any did anything come to you in particular when you heard the song? Any never, feeling? Never heard the song before, but just like you said, it's very random. Um, so I just heard the topical reference to Eggman, but I didn't know much about the song beforehand, so I didn't really know what to think of it. Let me tell you the first line of the song. It's like, I am he as you are he as you are me, and we are all together. So potentially we can look into this transference of energy, powers, whatever this might be that Manhattan put into the egg, that Angela will now go like so those are the things I mean you can marinate on it and when we come back with our wrap up wrap up you can be like Candace I had this discovery I had this awakening <laughs> I about was the lyric. I just thought it was a cool reference curious to see what you listeners also think about the song references from this episode and whether or not you think they're relevant in any kind of way oh kind of jumping back to the considering what he could do he could have done more my own hot take is that I like yours but that Angela is a true good where you know John tried, but he wasn't really a completely good person. But Angela, even though her methods might sometimes be not always perfect, she does always have good intentions with what she's doing. She wants to save people. She wants to stop bad right. people from you know, oppressing others in the case of Cyclops or hurting others. She joins the police force, you know, out of her own trauma, but she really wants to do good. Right. And she takes her partner's kids. So she does have a good heart, unlike people like True or Adrian, who are just evil people. Not evil, but not the best intentions and would not use Dr. Manhattan's powers to do the most good they could do. Well, it'll be interesting, too, if we get a season two, how, like, what we know, Angela... Speak life into it. Yes. When we get a season two, it'll be interesting to see how they handle this new Angela. If Angela does indeed get his powers, then we get the question that we've been asking that when you that when a being gets this kind of power that seems in a sense immeasurable, how does that person then change? How does their goals change or the methods that they try to achieve goals? Because, I mean, what you just said about Angela, I would even say, oh, well, my iPad just died. Oh, no. Look at his charge. It didn't do shit. It's yeah, like we're weird. charging, but not actually. Yeah. Um, I would actually say that if I had to use that chart, I would maybe say Angela is a chaotic good just because of her sister night persona, mm -hmm. which, you know, wouldn't make her a lawful good. 
because well she, she she's not she's pretty fucking chaotic <laughs> yeah. she's pretty wild wait maybe her and Topher will be sidekicks and then in the season oh, two that'd is, be awesome. Topher is definitely chaotic good yes for sure for sure that would be and where Adrian great... is chaotic evil man he's a mess yes he... <laughs> a whole ass mess maybe the definition lady true is chaotic neutral because she doesn't follow mm. the laws but I don't know that she's evil no one look Feel free to write in if you want to try to give me a TED talk on why Lady True is evil. I'm just saying that I'm not there. Yeah, where would you I'm put, not there. Where would you put all the characters? Include Pyro Jenny, please, in your analysis. Man. <laughs> Lawful good because that bitch tried to arrest Angela like a loser. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Get <laughs> her Boo. out. Boo. Um, maybe Lawful Neutral is Looking Glass. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Who's Lawful Evil? Ooh. Judd. Mm. Well, he was the he- law. He was the law. Yeah. That's why I say. He was like, evil, Judd evil. slash Keen because they're in government. Put all the bad group. Right. In there. All right. Who's a true neutral? Who didn't really do anything? Lori was definitely not neutral. She wasn't true neutral. She was a chaotic no, neutral yeah. at best because she was the she kids? was playing the FBI. Oh, true neutral? Maybe. Edmund was Maybe. really none of the main characters were neutrals. Was there any neutral evils? The kids. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer for the kids, not for everything. No, Just I'm neutral kidding, everything. Kidding. I don't know. Um, neutral evil. John? I don't know. Interesting. Because he didn't really have initiative to do things. It's just, this is how it happened. This is how it's going to happen. I have no... You know what? I would then say it depends on how you see evil because you could totally see John as a neutral good or neutral evil. He could fall into both categories That's because key. of his lack of initiative involvement yeah, to right? do anything. <laughs> like, Will read him to feel like that bitch could have done something. He could have done a little something more. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Is he, okay, viewers, is he a chaotic neutral or a lawful neutral? What do you think? Or is he not For neutral whom? at all? For whom? Uh, John. Uh, I, I would Dr. say he, his, he's a conundrum that he's all of them. That depending, I mean, he's depending at, on he's how you look at it. He's at all time at once. He can be at all places in the <laughs> all, He can be all versions of <laughs> evil and good and neutral at the same time. chart does not transcend to his level. Exactly. Oh, this is the time I can talk about the PDpedia. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. So there was an article released after tonight's episode about PD. And if you haven't been following the PDpedia, please go to the website and go read it. Go check it out, you guys. It gives a guys. lot of it's great information awesome. It's awesome. about things that aren't really well described in the TV show because of time reasons. And we learned that PD has been fired from the FBI. You guys, you have no idea how excited Nicole is to tell you this nest bit of information. Yes, get ready. (laughs) I am excited. Sit down, everyone. So there's a quote where his boss and the chief is talking about the events, how Lady True died, and how Lori is okay, but she's been brought to an undisclosed location, and she's being interviewed and things like that. And he's talking to people about if they want to take things from his desk. So this is the quote. Anyone interested in taking anything from the stacks of media, (laughs) ephemera, and straight up junk cluttering his workspace. Okay, a classy drag. Multiple copies of (laughs) Rorschach's journal. Hundreds of comic books. He puts this in quotes. Why our society is still so obsessed with pirates is beyond me. Why? And a jug of what appears to be some kind of canola oil. Help yourself. Petey's lube man, guys. <laughs> Mystery solved. Because we were talking. Mystery solved. We were talking about this during the episode where we didn't get a conclusion about lube man because it's so random that he just appeared and then left. So now we know that Petey 
was fired, but he's also continuing to investigate Mm. crusaders right and right, he's right. AWOL so we'll see him in season two somewhere which is very exciting so this is why he was motherfucking stalking Angela and being yeah, weird yeah cause he's a hero he hit a camera in those tights yes <laughs> his outfit is so bad we, it's so we bad. don't stand lube man for someone with so much information you think he could design a better I know thing solo budget I don't know his budget but it must not have been much <laughs> okay if Keen could get that FBI awful salary. underwear how can Lou not get a better outfit? <laughs> like, there has to be a designer somewhere that can help you. Like, a oh color palette. Truly, 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 truly. Well, oh my God. congrats and thank you for sharing, Nicole. No problem. I was so you excited. screamed, but you were like, Lou Man! And I was like, yeah. Okay, that's Lou Man. You're right. You're right. Solved. Yes. You should be Lou Man for Halloween. Absolutely not. That's just a broke well, down that's silver a character server. In the that's book. a broke down silver server. I have too many nerdy friends <laughs> who would call me a dollar store silver surfer, and I'd be like, "You're Ooh. right," because that's what Lube Man was. A party city, a silver surfer, and we don't need that party with Lube. City. Keep your children, hide them from him. He's scary. So no, I will not be Lube Man. Anyone on the show but Lube Man? I'll be Lori. I'll be fucking okay. Keen in the angular underwear. Oh, oh. But also a trash bag will be over me. Okay. That's, yeah. So that's the only way I could do it. Like, I'm actual <laughs> trash. In angular underwear. <laughs> Keen. Okay. You guys will know me right away. But <laughs> You can't sell your parties. Oh, yeah. I guess we got to do our favorite lines. Yes. Okay, guys. So I'm going to go first with my favorite line of the episode. And it should be no surprise who it comes from. The late, great, <laughs> but not really late, but still great. Lady True, played by the wonderful actress Hung Chow, which, should you come across this podcast, Hung Chow, just know that I will follow you and your career for the rest of time, hoping that just a piece, a modicum of Lady True makes it in, makes it through to anything <laughs> else you do, because you were fucking fantastic this season. All right, here we go. If I could make every nuclear weapon on the planet disappear. What if? Please. If that could be done, I'd have already done it. Hmm. Oh, but you're just a man, Mr. Veidt. You have limitations. And oh what show can you say to me, dear listeners, has exhibited such excellence in misandry this year? I tell you none. Do you have a t-shirt? And for I watch them all. I, I like, for what, misandry? Yeah. I do. I do. Okay. I do. Like your catchphrase. <laughs> it is. It is. It's it's one of those things, it's one of those concepts where it doesn't actually exist. You know, like meninists do exist. So it's my way of beating back in the universe the nonsense that men spew like, hey, men are oppressed. Hey, meninism is necessary. So if they think misandry exists for their silly rules, I'm like, yes, it does. And let me be the captain and the czar of misandry, if I can, at least in my district. So yeah, that's my own personal per se. For the stand club? Or can you, you're doing both at the same time? I'm doing both at the same time because okay. actually they live together. They're in tandem. Okay. Sandra and Petty are um, bedfellows. <laughs> so it's fine. It works out. Everyone look for Candace's next drop. Thank you. Of merch. Oh, there's definitely some Lady True merch coming soon. Get excited, y'all. For Sister Night. So now we're going to do Nicole's favorite line. Yeah, mine isn't as petty. Well, maybe. This is the line where Will's talking about John and how... He could have done more, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Angela, with her newfound Dr. Manhattan powers, actually does do more for the universe. Did I scream about this? Because I don't know if I did, but I just want to say that what you just suggested connects back to what my hope and belief was for Lady True about a woman having all this power versus a man that yeah, it has it's to Angela be different. Angela Lady True. Ooh. 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 It could be them both. Can I have both? I know She's I'm greedy. Dead. I'm greedy. She's, She's not dead. dead. She's not dead. 
You know what? Let me just play your fucking line before we get into it again. So <laughs> it's two thirty. Here we go. No time for a fight. <laughs> All right. He was a good man. I'm sorry he's gone. But uh, considering what you could do, you could have done more. Well, what a cliffhanger. Oh, well, you're not telling any lies, Will. You're not telling yeah. any lies. Please let that be foreshadowing for Miss Angela Abar, Keep a.k.a. With you until Sister the next Knight. Season. Sister fucking Knight. Mother Knight. What's Topher going to be called? Topher Knight? I'm into it. Mm, sun night. Sun night. night, night <laughs> I don't know. Sun. I don't know. Yeah, we're not we're not writers. Ugh. But guys, thank you so much for to, do, do people tune into podcasts for listening once again to Sister Night. Yeah, thank you for being here this whole season. We loved interacting with you over Twitter. You guys are hilarious. You guys are very smart. You guys are very insightful. We have a great listening audience. We really do. The best. Yes. We also surprisingly an international crowd. Totes international. Cool, Hello I'm, to our Swedes. I, yes. <laughs> was it Aj? I harsh. It, up it was. Like, it Aj. was. And then you apologized last yeah, episode. Like, you are like, Harsh, is, like, that, is that how it goes? But yeah. yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We will definitely yeah. be back in your ears to do a little bit more screaming and predictions for the yeah. season two that is definitely coming. Yeah, speak life speak into it, everyone. it into existence, motherfuckers. And All what, of you. Every last one of you. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> say it out loud right now. Just put it into yes. the ether. Please, please, please. Even if you're alone, even if you're on a crowded train, just say do it. it. Do it. Season two. Season two. Season two. Start a chant if you're somewhere with people. Season two. Start a Season hashtag. Two. Do all of it. Mm-hmm. We need them to know that we need this shit. And when that's announced, you know, we'll have another season. It'll be fun. It will be awesome. Clown As makeup off. Clown makeup remains hopefully, off. Listen, hopefully. We'll there were too many right season. things. There were too many right predictions we this season. To so fuck happy. with the clown makeup. Clown makeup's in a closet. It's, it's in a locker. It's, it's behind a key. Don't know her. Nope. Well, <laughs> on that note, you guys. Oh, this is our last... Well, it's because we have our wrap up. It's not a last. No, but for the oh, but for the recap, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bittersweet. Yeah, but it was an awesome and fun ride. It was so fun. But sister night out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Bye.